This is Mark Henry, the world's strongest man, and you're listening to WNS. You're listening to the official Wrestling News Source podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or check us out on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 different countries, here are your hosts. Daniel Heron, Tyler A. Bear, and Doug. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler A. Bear. I'm Doug. And Ryan. And we welcome you to episode 314 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can find us on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, and Satchel. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. Uh, yeah, you can follow the podcast on Twitter. We're at WNS Podcast. Uh, Daniel's at WNS underscore Daniel. Tyler is at Tyler underscore Aber. Ryan, pimp whatever you want. Uh, Facebook, Tinder, uh, <laughs> Twitter, Instagram. PayPal uh, account. Nintendo friend code. I don't know. Whatever you want. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, uh, I guess you can follow me at on Twitter at KingScorpio11. That's where I already check it, but that's what you want to That's what I do. If somebody texts me or... Send me a message. I will check it because I do get that. But slide into those DMs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So Ryan, welcome to the show. Hey guys, glad to be back welcome on. Back. It has been quite a long time since uh, since you've been here, and uh, we're happy to to have you in town. Oh yeah. Uh, how's everything been? Oh man, working, living yeah. an awesome lifestyle, man. Oh, uh, keeping it weird. Oh yeah, keeping it weird, man. All right, expect nothing less. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. Okay. So you've been uh, been in Austin for a while. You've yeah. been working. Keeping busy. Oh yeah, man. Um, you got to go to the Royal Rumble. Yeah, you had a good time. It was awesome, man. Good. Yeah. Good, uh, good, good. Of course, like I guess everybody is one of my favorite top, you know, pay per views of all time. I actually, get a chance to go to a, mm-hmm. a Royal Rumble at that, and then to get, to get moved. Our seats were actually. I'm sorry, start over. Our seats was literally behind the stadium, like it was behind the sign. Oh goodness. So you know, of course, they had to move people around. So we went to like four or five different spots. Hmm. You know, like well, you had to go this. Uh, you had to go to K32. Went there. Nobody was there. Go here. We went to five different spots. We went back down to the original tent. Like we went to different, you know, spots. There's nobody here offering tickets. So it's like, but here's two front row tickets. Have a, you know, have a great time. I'm like, all right, (laughs) nice. Uh, All right, don't have to tell me twice. (laughs) I came close to picking up a uh, Royal Rumble chair. That would have been awesome. You should have fought for it. I should have. I really should have because like. I don't know, but it, it had comp on top of the ticket, like you know. So I obviously couldn't. But if I, I, ain't, like, mm-hmm. if I had a knife, I would have cut the little zip tie. <sighs> I would have. Oh, so it's just a Dude, zip tie, right? Zip, zip tie together. Yeah. Oh, they if it was, tied. yeah. If you was, if you could somehow stick a knife in there. Though. Yeah. It was so funny. The guys next to it, they felt they felt sad. Like they were just 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 bummed out that I didn't get the chair. They're like, oh man, but like you're so cool. You sit next to. Him. Like, <laughs> Take the chairs, like man. I wish I could, but they tell me I can't. You know, so but. Oh, I'm sure there there's ways you can get around breaking a zip tie. Something along those lines. You pick it up and just like start spinning the chair until it breaks. And you're like, all right, we got this one. I don't know. Oh, I got this weird earring, but it also cuts stuff. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I look at it as like a. It's a decorative piece. At WrestleMania 32, I got I took home an extra chair. Oh, so, nice. So I oh, look, extra. Look, yeah. So I look at it as like. So this is your giving great. back. Yeah, it's kind of like. How'd you, know, you pull that off? I, I had two tickets and nobody oh. sat next to me the whole time next to the WrestleMania chair. And I was like, I got. Two tickets. It's like, go ahead. I mean, it wasn't like this. Is the first like uh, in Houston, the twenty five the chair I took home. They was actually checking tickets at thirty two. They was like, all right, guys, no, this, this is, is your seat. Yeah, y'all click and y'all go. I'm like, 
okay, nobody's sitting next to me. So, so just, is it like <laughs> <kinda> bad, but <laughs> WWE guess, staff that's do it, or like the people in the venue? Just the venue. Okay, the venue. Yeah. Oh, you can easily sweet talk those people. The venue, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, my, buddy, the wrestling my buddy had I to like, go to the bathroom. Here's his ticket. Yeah. You know, help a brother out. Yeah, you know? I probably should, but like I said, I look at, <laughs> I look, I look at the wrestling guy saying, "All right, you got this extra WrestleMania chair. You know, you can't get the Royal Rumble chair." Stupid morals. It was, it was a dope chair though, because like the whole like the roster, you know, like the mm-hmm. yeah, the poster and all that. Well, yeah. I'm not Very gonna nice. lie, I do want at least one chair. That's I, I mean, I know it's yeah. I wouldn't I know you mind. can buy them or whatever, but I, I kind of want just you know one to say, hey, I have you one. You want the one you farted in, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, to kind of answer your question, because like I've been wanting to text y'all that uh, about I guess y'all seatings at the Royal Rumble actually are they different from being on the floor to uh, being in the stands? On the floor, people are way more relaxed and more chill. Like, oh, I noticed that way different, like sitting in the stands anywhere. Like the floor, people are, like way more cool. Cause, like we're on the floor, mm-hmm. we don't worry about you know. Somebody friends like, excuse me, we sit down, they'll sit down. It's nothing too, yeah. like, you know, crazy chance. I've been wanting to say that so bad, but I keep forgetting every time I hear the show. It's like, next time I'm going to get on there, I'm going to tell them yeah. the four seats of where, where it's at. Well, thanks for chiming in on that. Yeah, one of yeah. these days we're going to we're gonna go all out and yeah. just, you know, take out a bank loan or something say, we'll like learn that and have a great time. We'll learn a lesson. We want to be over here with, you know, I don't know. Yeah. So uh, okay, so WrestleMania, you know, had a good time at Royal Rumble. We know WrestleMania is coming around the uh, the bend. Are you having any plans of going to, to Mania this year? No, but next year. Next year, I mean, it's going back going to back to Nolens. Yeah, so I got to try to do that one. I missed thirty. Yeah. So I promise myself I go this one. I don't know if I can make that one. You wanna? Oh really? She's. That's I don't think awesome. the, I don't think the listeners heard any of that. So. And just yeah. just hop on, hop on, hop on the mic with a Baron. Um, no, um, yeah, I can't go. My sister's getting married, like out of the country, and I think it's it'll be like in March, and then mm. there's no way I could do the two trips back to back. Because I have to try and take off both, which never happened. Yeah. So I or just uh, take one long vacation. And- or I I wonder <laughs> eventually that they'll come back to Houston sometime. I don't know if they will. I'm sure they'll. They're hopefully. I'm sure they will at, come back to Houston or at some point. Probably Dallas again before he. I don't know how that will work. Well, they want to do the stadiums. Houston has a very nice stadium. Dallas has got an amazing stadium. Uh, the Superdome is quite nice as well. So, you know, as long as it's one of those three, I think we'll be all right. Heck, even if they want to go back to the uh, the Alamo Dome, that that was a that was a pretty nice venue. Yeah. Uh, I know getting in and out. Oh man! Uh, getting out was a breeze. Yes, getting it was. in was that a was like, tricky. But. I've never had something like that before. I was in, it's like kind of like old school fair style in north end of the town here. Like mm-hmm. I had to park in somebody's yard. Like they had their own little lot. Oh, oh really? <laughs> yeah. See, we we uh we Ubered from the hotel to the venue, but uh, he the guy had trouble getting to where he normally could, yeah. and so it ended up being you know, not, it wasn't a bad walk or anything, but there was a point where I. Where I saw myself and I was like, I should tell him just stop right here and let us out. And it would have been a much shorter journey. But, yeah. you know, we still had a good time. But, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be able to go to, to Mania in New Orleans. But uh, I'm hoping. I, I mean, know. you never know. I mean, but it's like I'm trying. But if I don't, I don't. But I'm, I'm trying to make because it it's so close, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, in the future, I want to go to another Mania. But, hey, man, I'm still. Yeah. I'm pretty damn happy of of. of I've gone to two, so that's still cool. But I, I want to do another one for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, it should be uh, quite a bit of fun. Um, this year's mania, you looking forward to it? Yeah, kind of am. Yeah, is the card shaping out? 
pretty yeah. decent for you because I I have my issues, but it's not anything like major time, lingering. We, we always do. It's like yeah. it's like I don't know how this one's gonna turn out. You know, like, yeah. what's, <laughs> well, what's gonna be? Was it last year or the year before where we were right where it wasn't that great? I think it was thirty two this past year in Dallas where our our thoughts were some of the matches weren't all that great. WrestleMania is not for us. It, it never has been. <laughs> But no, I'm serious. Like I just think we always think that it is. Like every time it comes around, we're like we we expect them to like change their team. But it's never been for us, and it's never going to be for us. Yeah, they don't book mania for us. Thirty one. I think we we had like the lowest expectations, and it ended up being a really solid pay per view. Uh, indies for us. Yeah, the, the yeah that's the, the indie shows are are what we go to. But uh, yeah. um, you know thirty. I remember we were like, there are a couple of good matches and hoping to make the right decision with Daniel Bryan and all that. Uh, and that ended up being just a really solid WrestleMania. Um, so 32, I, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, it was, it, uh, I guess, be like once again, being on the floor and seeing anybody's mm-hmm. reactions, especially when it came to like the new day came out, like dressed as Saiyans. Oh, know? yeah. <laughs> that ate that the whole crowd freaked out then. Or I was charging my phone up because I ran out of uh, juice and I was like in the back when, uh, I guess, when, uh, who was it? Mick Foley, Austin, and uh, all that. so I—I I, my first time going to Cowboy Stadium, so it's it's, it's huge, you know. What I'm yeah. So uh, where I was sitting at is basically where they come out of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. So I was right there, like watching on the big screen while my phone charged, and I heard I literally like ran <laughs> all the way back to my seat so I can see that because that was really dope, you know. Nice. How, especially where I was sitting, like you can see everything. Mm-hmm. Um, there was some matches that was kind of like all right, get rid of it, but for the most part, I liked it. You know? Yeah, being there, it's yeah. it's a different vibe, yeah. and. uh all right, so you've been to the stadium. Uh, these two guys have yet to. Tell me about the screen. That thing, God. it's insane, isn't it? I, I, I like to say this. I am a cowboy hater. I'll yeah. always be a cowboy hater, but that stadium is beautiful. Like, yeah. I was like tripping out like the whole time. I was trying not to. I was trying to keep my eyes on the match instead of looking up because it's so huge. Like you just, you just look. Up. It's hard to look away. Yeah, just the biggest screen TV ever. <laughs> I like to play some video games on that thing, man. Oh yeah, no joke. You saw that up, up, down, down. Uh, uh, Xavier played really. I never video games that. on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he even had to man. It's like I can see him like, hey, you know. But it was like it was fun, but it was like, oh, the lag. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's got to got to take a lot of juice to power those screens. Yeah, but uh, but yeah. So Ryan, we're so glad that you're that you're in town. You're uh, oh, yeah. on the show this here. week. Happy to have you here. Let's uh, let's dive into some feedback. Uh, the first bit of feedback we have is from James saying, I think the Orton turn happened too soon. Also, SmackDown could have three matches and still beat Raw, which is funny because he said it before SmackDown took place, and SmackDown this week had three matches. So um, what are your guys' thoughts on uh, the Orton turn? Was it too I soon? Knew, well, I don't know if it was too soon. I know that they were working at Four Mania and all that stuff. I just didn't want it to happen because I was content with Orton and Wyatt together. That was just me. I mean, I didn't like how the whole thing necessarily went down with Harper, Orton, and uh, Bray, but I wanted them to be a unit. Mm -hmm. I mean, okay, I did like the brotherly fighting thing, but maybe not kicking out Luke. uh, But I knew it was going to happen, and like we said last week, I didn't like how it was executed and how it went down, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay. Doug, what are your thoughts? I mean, I can I I have to disagree like completely because it's not it's not a turn in the sense that we were supposed to see like char- character progression, like him progressively getting worse, like him 
like we're not looking at his where he started out as a baby face and seeing him progress progress in the sense that oh I can see something pissed him off so I can see him changing his nature or I can see uh, him sort of slowly like butting heads and that causes friction it's not a turn in that sense he was faking the whole time so there was not a it's too soon he ju- there was no progression to be had he was playing the whole time it was mm-hmm. he was fighting his time he played along until he saw that he had the upper hand and then he did he felt he didn't feel the need to play along anymore so it wasn't like a, he changed too soon it was just like he was faking the whole time, and whenever he saw his opportunity, then he was like, ah, I don't need to fake anymore. Yeah. So I, I, that's not a normal heel face turn. So like the like the theory of how that should progress does not apply to that because it's not the same thing. Is he was just faking. So yeah. it's yeah, not it was more of him turn. revealing his, his right. plan. It wasn't a turn. It was just him like saying, ah, I don't feel the need to fake. You anymore. caught me monologuing. You know, it's, you know, it's so funny. It was like in my head, and I was like, yeah, I like this. You know, like Orton and, and Bray together. But it's like, you know, you know, he's going to turn on him. He's he's doing this. I'm like, shut up, head. I want them <laughs> to stay together. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where, like, even for me, the whole time, I was just like, oh, it's such an yeah, odd pairing. Like he's got to just be, you know, waiting in the wings for his time to strike. And sure enough, it happened. He managed to cause the White family to implode. And then he was given the keys to the kingdom, if yeah, you Yeah, he will. burned down a random house. Yeah, and he, he, you know, he committed arsony. I mean, a barn. Yeah. Whatever it is, it's gone now. Yeah. Um, it was green screened. And, and you also have to think... Yeah, you might have liked them as a pairing, but this was the inevitable decision of where they were going with Orton yeah. uh, going up against Wyatt for the title at Mania. That's why they had him win the Royal Rumble, you know. Uh, and it was one of those things where the timing for AJ Styles' story happened to fall in progression with it. So, uh, you know, they had to get the ball rolling for that as you well. Know, damn internet. Uh, you know, we. Red ruins what was gonna happen. It's like, oh, this is gonna happen. I was like, we don't know if this is exactly gonna happen, and everything. You say this to... shit as you're speaking on the internet, right? Yeah, now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those damn internet podcasters, yeah, bunch yeah. of smarks. Hey, is that a mark? <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it happened, but what can you do? Uh, but thank you so much for the feedback, uh, James. We certainly appreciate it. Uh, we've got lots to cover this week. Uh, Fast Lane. Raw, SmackDown. Ryan, did you want to chime in on the uh, Orton thing as well? Uh, I liked it from the, from the first start of it. Then it kind of got a little boring at the end because we all knew it was going to happen. It seems like closer it got to Mania, it was like, okay, when is it going to happen? And, yeah. And then I guess that was the last pay-per-view they had. I um, can't remember what it was, but the SmackDown pay-per-view was like, I thought it was going to happen then, but mm-hmm. you know, but I was hoping it happened quicker. So it was like, all right, it builds up. And Elimination Chamber. Wins, but yeah, Elimination Chamber, yeah. But I mean, I, I'm I'm fine with it. I mean, I was happy that Bray won the title. You know, that was, yeah, I, I was really stoked about that. And so that'll certainly cause a discussion for when we get our uh, WrestleMania predictions as far as who's going to win. Are they actually going to let Bray keep the title, or is yeah. it going to be a, a no. Orton turn and grab the title? So we'll see. I guess we'll have to see how uh, the next few weeks plays out because it is like three, four weeks before less than four weeks now yeah. uh, before WrestleMania. So What's the, the day? April huh? 2nd, right? April 2nd, yeah. Okay. Sunday. Check the RSVP. Uh, <laughs> the one I said maybe to? Yeah, the one you said maybe to. Um, are you going to be in town for Mania? I don't know. If I'll try, I'll try to definitely make it. Okay, cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, so let's talk about Fast Lane. It uh, happened uh, this, over the past of the weekend, Sunday, on the pay-per-view network thing. 
Uh, I didn't get to catch all of it. I came in at the uh, Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman match. So uh, I'll kind of let you guys take the take the uh, wheel. uh, Joe and Zane. Okay, so you came in at the start of the pay per view, the kickoff matchup: uh, Rich Swan and Akira Tozawa going up against Brian Kendrick and Noam Dar. Rich Swan and Akira Tozawa getting the win. Anything to take away from the matchup? Not really. No. Okay. Um, Did you handle it? You can. You can. I don't know. You cannot. I, I don't really have anything to say. I don't know if you were waiting. You're like, it looked like you were hinged on me saying something, but I didn't have anything. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you better say something. Say something, dog. I need something. I just did, man. We need sound bits here. Um, bits. Yeah. So that takes us into the actual pay per view. Uh, Ryan, did you, did you get to catch uh, Fast Lane? I did. I didn't see the pre show, but I did see the whole pay per view. Okay. Um, the first matchup Samoa Joe going up against Sami Zayn. Uh, from what I understand, Samoa Joe was fairly dominant in this matchup. Um, take me through uh, it. From what I remember, yeah. Uh, it was a Joe showcase match, and that's yeah. all it was ever intended to be. Uh, so if you were looking for it to be like competitive, you you know, you know, just had your hopes like out of a line with mm-hmm. what was the reality of the situation. It was... Uh, I think it was completely fine. Um the thing I noticed in the mat, the the thing that really like stood out to me is that that Sami Zayn has a way of even in his short matches where he's booked to lose has has a way about making uh, his performance compelling, and that's why he stays so over with me at least as like a as a like fiery underdog babyface, just like little things where. Joe's got him on his knees and is about to deliver a kick, but before he can get there, he just like collapses before Joe yeah. ever kicks. Just, just yeah. little like, yeah. uh, little like touches and twists that he puts on things that he he's 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 basically operating under the assumption. Well, not under the assumption. He's basically operating under the the idea that's like, well, how can I look good with what I'm allowed to do? I'm out here booked to lose. To lose to Joe in in a convincing fashion. This isn't about mm-hmm. me, but he does little things like that that keep me like invested in his performance. Even even as a guy who loses all the time, so that's why I really appreciate him. I think he's really underutilized as a babyface. I don't see. I, I think if we're being reasonable, there's no way he's really ever going to be booked as a top babyface. But I don't see why at minimum he's not like the third like third face on on the raw side at least. Yeah. I mean, of course Roman. And there are arguments to push other guys at number two, but I think he's a hell of a lot better of a fucking babyface than Seth Rollins. I, I I think at bare minimum he's your number three babyface, and I don't understand mm-hmm. why he's so underutilized. And he doesn't uh, have to be like a like a uh, he doesn't have to like guard the gates of like the main event. He just has to be like booked as like you know a fiery number three babyface. Sure. Basically, his same performance just pushed a little bit more. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think he's underutilized. I would think after Mania. If they do the draft, they're play, moving to SmackDown. Yeah, land of opportunity. And there is talk that they're going to have a uh, a small draft uh, soon. I'm not sure what soon is. It could be a couple months. Know. It's not going to have a. I feel like it's not going to have an effect on me. I, I still, it's, gonna, it's. I don't know. Uh, I didn't. I didn't get all of the details for you know hot topics or anything like that. But that is one of the topics uh, that was brought up over the the past week or so that there is going to be a small draft where each Yeah, they can't do a big draft. No, they're not it's not going to be big, but each like SmackDown and Raw will each get to choose five competitors. It could be male, female, it could be NXT or it could be the the opposing show 
and uh, champions are excluded from being drafted. So it'll be interesting to see. Man, uh, I, I remember when I used to excited, get excited for the drafts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nah, I mean, I remember when it went down, and now I'm still definitely... When John Cena uh, walked out with the title, and Chris Jericho was like, oh my gosh. Hey, that was actually a big moment, which I popped for. That was. Oh. Remember the year they they drafted Cena there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cena went to... It was like a random thing. It was like, it was not a... We select, so it's always like that. With a pick, they do like a random... Yeah, the random draw. Um, So... Yeah, be on the lookout for that in the uh, weeks or months to come. I'm sure they'll have an announcement, probably after Mania. Who knows? Um, after that, tag team action for the uh, championships. Um, Gallows and Anderson up, uh, up against Enzo and Cass. I remember being out of this match, like not digging. not too interested. And that's the thing that I heard that I, that I was reading a bunch of comments, and a lot of people were saying that this this pay per view wasn't all that great uh you know they were they were praising the Samoa Joe and Sammy Jane uh Sammy Zayn match Jane Jane, uh the Neville and Jack Gallagher match um other than that I didn't see a whole lot of you know the the Reigns and Strowman uh match got some praise for their uh strong uh fighting style but uh other than that there wasn't a whole lot of positivity coming from this pay-per-view PLP yeah hold it down Okay, this match it was uh, dang, I knew they wasn't about to drop the titles this season. Not not the match before WrestleMania. I mean, they have, they haven't even uh, haven't had the titles in a while. For some reason, I feel like they might try to break up Cass and Enzo. I don't know why. I'm just getting like because a few episodes on Raw when uh when Big Cass was like you know get you know get together we got to get this you know and he kind of like walked off walked off from like Man, this dude here like you know he's never taking anything serious. How can we become a champion? You know, mm-hmm. joke around a lot. You know, my Georgia. Yeah. I hate that commercial. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna be I'm gonna be uh, opposite. I actually love that commercial. They've also like teased a couple of times where Enzo's all talking. Like they did it a couple of weeks where like he'll talk a bunch of shit and then he'll like step behind Cass or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it's the old Looney Tune cartoon where the little Chihuahua's barking, barking, barking. And he's standing in front of the the giant bulldog pit bull type dog. Who's, yeah, but they don't do it every week. Some some weeks they they try to make it seem like he is formidable enough. Mm-hmm. He's never he's he's never like the hot tag or anything because it's not his role. But he's all always the heat segment guy. Yeah, but that's just what he's built for. Plus, he can't fucking work. <laughs> Thank God he can talk. Oh, good for him he can talk because he can't fucking work. Uh, I thought this match was like probably the best one of the best Enzo performances we've seen as far as like working. And and I think Enzo works best when he's just getting tossed around by gas. Like, and uh, you said. <laughs> I've been real busy this week, so I, I'm sort of out of the loop as far as like uh, like perception of the show or whatever. But I thought it was everything was solid to good on the show. I, I yeah. didn't have anything that nothing stood out to me as like eh. I even thought like Gallows and Anderson sort of looked like better than normal here. I don't. It wasn't a great match, but I thought it was a solid tag match from two teams that I didn't expect to have a good match from. So it was whatever. I don't. I didn't see a reason to be negative about it because. I think it's about expectation. Like, do you expect Anderson and Gallows and Cass and Enzo to have like a fucking, you know, five star match? Yeah, no. no. I mean, come on. You know what these teams bring to the table? Yeah. I think I think a lot of the comments that I saw were mostly just sour taste from the main event. 
which I, it happens every time. It's whatever the lasting moment is, that's going to determine on if the pay-per-view is good or not. Like, that's oh, stupid. They're... Yeah, well, well, I stopped looking at all that shit a long time ago because, <laughs> I mean, like, your opinion, okay, fine. Okay, I get, Daniel, that you ask people their opinion so that you, like, spark, um, like, conversation and stuff, but people don't see that as, like, a, like a, um, like a, like a opportunity to like discuss like they're just like it sucked or it was awesome and it's like yeah. yeah that if you're if I ask you what you thought of the show and you're like it sucked then that that's fucking meaningless to mm-hmm. me. like it, you gotta at least tell me why you thought, think it sucked yeah and that's one of the things I would like our listeners to, you know, if they're going to comment, oh, this match sucked, give, give me some examples why. I mean, that's fine. I'm not saying yeah. that you need to be positive on a show that you didn't think was positive, but it Ex- sucked. Explain your not, reasoning. Like, why would you even bother to type it sucked? I mean, okay, fine. That's, I know that now I know that some person I've never met and never will thinks it sucks. <laughs> but. You know what? Are you that, that type of person who re- replies just the letter K in a text message to people? That's you know that's the kind of people we don't want in our life. You know what? Yeah. It sucked. Why? Because it sucked. Well, because. I mean, you gotta at least try to articulate like what you know you thought about. Put some it. reasoning behind it. Eat a pizza every once in a while. <laughs> I mean, you don't even have to type like a full review. I don't even need the people who type the full reviews of the show either. Yeah. Just like you know, give us a little something more. Yeah, I don't know. Give me something, something. I stopped reading all that shit because I'm just like, well, be salt bay. Drop a oh, little, yeah, I stopped drop a little seasoning time, on a it. A long, long time ago, I stopped reading <laughs> all that stuff. So, uh, so Gallows and Anderson end up defeating Enzo and Cass. Uh, the next matchup was Sasha Banks versus Nia Jax. I should say not every single person does it that way, but you know, the overwhelming majority. Sure. Yeah. Um, so what were y'all thoughts on, uh, Sasha Banks and Nia Jax? Um, I mean, Sasha ended up getting the victory. This is this is another match I thought, I, I guess, from what you guys were saying, I, I didn't check myself, but I guess I was higher on this than most people. I thought Sasha really led her to like a really compelling match. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I thought it was pretty good. I mean, it's nothing to rave about, but, I mean, there's no getting around it. Fucking, she's, um, what's her name is green as shit. I mean, she's, nice. yeah. she's a... I mean, relatively speaking, she's pretty inexperienced. You yeah. know what I mean? And so for someone of that experience level, she's had a pretty good match. And, you know, Sasha let her through a pretty good match. I don't I don't see what there was to be negative about it. I didn't ex- Again, I think it's like about managing your expectations. Did you think Nia at her experience level is going to go out there and like, I don't know. Blow you away. I don't know. And I'm, I'm not saying that you need to be more generous in your, how you speak about the show just because her experience level is mm-hmm. low but i mean it's just like why would you feel the need to get so like fired up about it you know? right like you like sort of know what she's capable of whenever she is she's a bigger woman and whenever they allow her to be like a powerhouse woman who you know is throwing smaller chicks around and stuff she's pretty good at doing that but mm-hmm. she's not gonna fucking you know, have all these like intricate transitions between her powerhouse spots. That's why they have someone like Sasha in there to sort of like walk her through it. But yeah. I thought it was fine. I don't, I don't see the the, the reason to get upset about it. I don't okay, know. it was fine. Maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just uh, higher on the show than everyone in general. But 
mean, it, uh, you might be, but, um, you know, this is what I, I would hope that our listeners will, you know, take these views into account and maybe go back and rewatch it and be like, yeah, you're right. She, she did carry her to a, a pretty solid matchup. Nia was able to hold her own and, uh, I didn't get to see the match, so I'm just going based on things I've heard and things I've read. Yeah, I mean, which... Nia's inexperienced, so what they do in her matches is accentuate the positives and try to cut down the shit that she doesn't do well yet. Mm-hmm. And so as long as they work around that, she's competent <laughs> enough to have a decent match with someone. And she had a decent, a passable match with Sasha. Okay. That's, you know, there's nothing much it. more to it than that. But Ryan, what do you think? That was a good match. I mean... The psychology is good, you know, like the bigger person versus the smaller person type of, you know, psychology <coughs> uh, ring work, I guess you say. It was uh, nothing too, like I said, spectacular, but, you know, for to say that it was uh, uh, another showing just for Nia just to get some more, some more work in, you know. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting her to win, though. I mean, I know they're trying to book her as a monster, but they're still trying to keep Sasha in the picture, too, you know. So I wasn't yeah. expecting her to lose, but I thought it was a good little way she won you know i mean they went back and forward for a good little while yeah and that does uh that does spark the question is naya uh being written out of the rumored fatal four-way wrestlemania match uh because you know i was expecting naya to i think i picked naya to win this match and uh that would give her a claim of well i should be in the title picture uh you know i just beat sasha banks and then sasha would have to earn her way similar to how she did on raw um and and they, I, mean, I think I think she should have beat Sasha. I don't see the I didn't see the need to beat her here because mm-hmm. Sasha's gonna stay over even in defeat, and she's already beat her before anyway. Like Nia's beaten her in the past. Yeah, they play on the whole like leg thing or whatever. But I I thought Nia should have won, and I thought that's where they were going. But um, you know, I guess I also didn't expect Bailey to to win either. So yeah, <laughs> so my expectations of where they were moving storyline wise well it doesn't necessarily throw out the end goal of where we thought they were going it's mm-hmm. just the pieces didn't move into place the way we expected as of sure yet, if they're if they still are yeah and nothing nothing is completely set in stone but the way that they're advertising it right now it looks like it's going to be a triple threat match now could they easily come out next week and have nia jacks you know wreck shop and say i want in and they say hey okay you, know, you got it it doesn't look like they're going that way anymore. Yeah. See, I think it's fine to do the thing with Nia where Nia is dominant over everyone except for those three women who are viewed as the upper echelon, your mm-hmm. Bailey, your Charlotte, your Sasha. Those are sort of the untouchables. It's fine for her to be gatekeeper if you have a bigger division. Right. But if she's only wrestling those three women then you can't, and you expect her to be a big player, you can't beat her like that right here. Mm-hmm. That's to me, doesn't make sense. She should have won. Or they should have not had the match. Yeah, um, and that's that's kind of also my thoughts on the whole Roman Reigns Braun Strowman match, uh, which we'll get to. Oh, I thought uh, that's different. That's completely different. Okay. We'll we'll disagree when we get there. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Um, we had uh, sort of filler matches, I guess. Cesaro versus uh, Jinder Mahal <laughs> and Big Show versus Rusev. Anything to really take well, away? This was weird. I didn't. Ex- we didn't expect any of this. This no, was all the, unannounced. It's the, basically just to break them up. Yeah. Handsome Rusev. Man, I know. I don't like his haircut. You don't? <laughs> I don't. It looks weird, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm used to him just having long, like, this locks, kind of like this, uh, I don't know, Madonna's type persona. This, like, long hair, this big brute guy. The one I saw on Instagram, which was, like, right after he took it, it, it I I thought it was okay, uh, but I don't. I didn't get to see it, you know, 
on TV, so I don't know how it looks recently. Well, but. I don't know. Maybe he wear it different from in the ring because, like, he like his head like slicked back. Mm. I don't know if he styled up when he's out and about, but it just looked different in the ring. Who knows? He's, um, got, he's got like the trendy undercut. It's just that he goes back instead of over. He is uh, really handsome, Rusev. He does it Evan Bourne style, where it's still high and tight, but he goes back instead yeah. of like over. Gotcha. Man. What? Fucking listening can't see me motioning <laughs> in my hand. Yeah. Just look at him. Look, look at, at the Doug. Way, look, look at, at his hand gestures. People. Come on now. Uh, what do you think about? Don't point uh, that finger at me. <laughs> Jinder Mahal is he on steroids? Oh, of course. <laughs> Course, no, right. we know. I, was, I, was, I, have, man, I have a, a buddy who's no, like he just works out a lot. Builder, and uh, he said one of the things you can notice, like guys who like doing roids, like their nipples. Like I know it's weird, but like if their nipples kind of like I mean, could this be a I don't know, but it's like if it goes down like to a point, like yeah, like a little instead of like being up, but like it literally like, they hang down. It's like yeah. I don't know if it's something inside like their nipple that caused that from the steroids. I don't know. I don't know if it's true or not, but I heard that like oh a few years ago. But okay, look at dudes like so it's a tell. Yeah. Oh, so next time I look at his nipples and see yeah. if we. <laughs> See what it you know, is. Any buff guy out there, look yeah. at their nipples and tell. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, dude, lift up your shirt. Let me see if you're on steroids. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Let me see them nips. <laughs> <laughs> but, you, you know they, they know he's fucking on it, but they're, like, into it, and so they're giving him the push based on, like, his fucking physique that, right now. That was kind of, like, something that I was worried about. Like, are, are they just, like... Ignoring the fact that yes, okay, yes, they're just letting it go. And I mean, there's no way Triple H isn't fucking with steroids, <laughs> and he's in a power position. You know, there's no way Vince isn't. Everyone's gonna be. Look at that old shocked. fucking man. Look at that old fucking man. <laughs> Nobody looks like that. Look at that man's nipples. <laughs> Look at Vince's nipples. <laughs> uh, everyone's. I think is gonna be shocked the day that Jinder Mahal gets popped for a drug Jeez. test. Yeah. He should definitely go by hard body. Though. I think they have hard body Jamal. Yeah. Hard body yeah. Jamal. Uh, yeah, they're like, Jamal. oh, Jahal. He got yeah. popped for steroids. I'm like, that's Mahal. bullshit. Look at his nipples. Hard yeah. body Mahal. <laughs> Mahal. All right. So did that happen? Big. They start show. bringing in like fake. You know, they have like the prosthetic dicks <laughs> to be out of. Start bringing in like fake nipples. <laughs> nah, man. Look at my nips. Yeah, it's legit. Look at these. <laughs> I'm clean. Check them out. <laughs> um, big show defeated Rusev. Any thoughts on that? Nothing. Nah. nah. Why? I don't know why this happened. To He's a, not even having the match with Shaq to go anymore. Go Shaq into having the match. They're not doing it anymore. I thought it was off. Is it not off? Supposedly Shaq came out and said, I'm talking with the WWE again, and I don't know. I don't know. It's all up in the air right now. Uh, Big Show is blaming Shaq, like thinking he's bowing out, trying to like goad him into, oh, yeah, well, I'll show you. Well, you know what? Thank you, Shaq, because now I'm in better shape. You know, that is, yeah. I mean, I guess you got to uh, motivate it. If that's if that was the motivation for Big Show to get in shape, hey, thank you, Shaq. He looks weird though. It he looks does. so strange. Yeah, he, he has a tiny waist. Yeah, for a big man. Like yeah, that. he's like Kali. It's like that fucking chest is too. He's too much mass on the chest for like to have that thin of a waist. You yeah. know what I mean? You know, Big Show's in shape. You know, he's proven to everyone. Also, he's going to be a DLC character in the new Shaq Fu uh, <laughs> remake. So That would actually be cool. If they did that as a tie-in, that would actually be fucking dope. I would be into that. Yeah. Nice. Shaq Fu or bust. If not, I don't yeah. care if Shaq's there or not. <laughs> Reboot. We need to get uh, a Kickstarter going on for Shaq Fu. There you they go. actually have a Kickstarter for Shaq Fu. Oh. They don't fucking need one. They have it. <laughs> oh. Or they had one. Oh. I think it's funded. I'll Google it. Okay, yeah, let's you Google, Google that. that. Yeah, yeah. And let us know. Uh, next matchup, we got to see Neville versus Jack Gallagher uh, for the Cruiserweight Championship. And this was one of the matches that I heard a lot of praise for. 
uh, saying that these guys put on a, a pretty entertaining show. Um, Indiegogo, Indiegogo, Indiegogo. For, for Shaq Fu. That sounds so, familiar. Indiegogo. What else they do? They do the podcast. They do a podcast. It's, <laughs> it's crowdfunding just like Kickstarter. Cool. Um, Ryan, what did you think of uh, Neville versus Jack Gallagher? I thought it was a good match. Um, happened, my uh, roommate actually uh, caught a couple of matches, and this is one of them he caught. He actually liked Jack Gallagher. He's, a friend, he's not even a friend of wrestling. Uh, oh, nice. Of, a fan of wrestling in general, but this match he liked because he actually likes Like, look at this guy. Like, his, What is he like from uh, English? Like, yeah, it's this whole gimmick. Like, that's, 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 <laughs> Actually, he's a stereotype. Are, he's a stereotype. You know, he dig like the umbrella and everything. Like, yeah, he's pretty good, man. I mean, I don't, haven't seen too many matches with him, but mm-hmm. I do like it because I I don't watch Raw on cable. I watch it on Hulu, and Hulu takes out a minute. I mean, an hour and thirty minutes worth of Raw. Oh so, yeah, man, it sucks so bad because like I miss matches. I miss like this general stuff, you know, information. That <laughs> All I, they do is talk. Yeah, I catch like three matches and that's it. It's like damn. Ugh. Um, I liked it. I, I thought it was real good. I mean, uh, never. I, I love Hill Never, man. I, since since he debuted it, man, I've just been he's he's been on fire. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know we haven't. Uh, there's a lot of subjects we haven't talked to you about, like you know, in a long time. Um, just all this cruiserweight stuff. You know, coming back. I mean, two hundred five live. Yeah, you do you like it? I haven't caught too many episodes of two hundred five live, but the ones that I have caught, I have I have liked it. And uh, I just think it sucks that on Raw, like you don't they don't really get to shine that much. You know, I mean, I guess it should have been on SmackDown, but it just like when when, mm. when a Raw comes out, it's just like you see the match. There's not really no background or yeah. uh, backstage uh, involvement at all. It's just them wrestling, and then everything happens on 205. Well, they'll do – for a short time, they had small interactions backstage, yeah. and it would lead to a match or, oh, let's settle this on 205 Live. And Yeah, I, I mean – Maybe that's what I'm missing on Hulu. Like, I didn't, that could be. The way I catch it is like, it is like okay, it's right, it's, the match starts. Like, you don't see no interest in this, them already in Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah, some of the stuff that, that they do, it really is just sort of a, oh, here's a cruiserweight match. Yeah. Let's set up the ropes and change the lighting scheme. And, yeah. You know, but, uh, yeah, I still, I don't know. I mean, it's raw. They have three hours, and yet they, yeah. they just put together matches for whatever reason. Yeah. You know. I went to a Raw back in December in uh in Austin. It was at the Frank Aaron Center, and uh, it was pretty cool. But like I said, when it, the three hours, man, I never been to a three hour Raw, and it, it, it drained. Like it was, it's uh, it's uh, a lot. Yeah. Well, like WrestleMania 32, the night the Monday Night Raw, after that I went to that. I mean, mm-hmm. that was first, but I guess it was so hype. It just wasn't. This is a normal <coughs> Raw. Oh the, yeah. The night at the WrestleMania, it's always hyper. You know, it's like oh, what's going on? You know, but it's like a normal Raw like that. I was like, okay, wow. I'm sleep <laughs> here, man. Well, yeah, they have. I mean. Raw has been really struggling lately at yeah. keeping keeping attention. Uh, even even myself, I find myself looking at my phone, you right. know, through half of Raw, and I'm like, eh, it's a boring match, boring storyline. I don't really care. Yeah, it's it's not holding my interest. So once we had our our Royal Rumble fiasco with the crowds, I'm like, I don't, I'm okay not going to one of these shows. Yeah, uh, you know, I'll stay home and watch it, or stay home DVR and fast forward through the parts that I don't care about. Um, now I am planning on going to the Survivor Series when it comes to Houston yeah. later this year, um, but other than that, I might go to NXT and the Survivor Series. I want to go to one so bad. I want to go to Takeover, man. Like, oh yeah, I think I'm, I'm way more excited than that than anything. Yeah, man. and and the and the ta- the thing about Takeovers, I don't have to follow the storylines, and I know that they're going to put on an entertaining product. Yeah. Raw is let's make it all about the storyline and some of the matches will be okay smackdown 
They're they're killing it right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm much like Mick, Smoke, uh, Mick Foley. I'm just tired of, like his whole like this bitch and this uh, to Stephanie kind of like mm-hmm. this whole time as uh, general manager. I just haven't really got into it, man. Or even Daniel Bryan, like he's not doing much, but he's doing something to where like you know he just. Uh, he's doing what he wants to do. He's trying to push yeah. off. What I mean is, he's, he's waiting for to, his contract. He's yeah. ready to get yeah. uh, his contract to be like the end, or he's he's or he's like, hey, fire me. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna do what <laughs> yeah. I want. Did maybe, you? Uh, maybe that's how Mick Foley needs to be. It's like you know, but then again, you know, they probably don't limit him to certain things. To well, it's one of those things where Mick Foley and Stephanie are clashing, and Daniel Bryan and Shane are like actually getting along. Yeah. So whenever. Whenever they're on screen, it's like, okay, they're trying to do something productive. When Shane, or I'm sorry, when Stephanie and Mick Foley are on, it's, oh, they're going to clash again. Yeah. Oh, here, they're disagreeing again. And so that's making me tune out. It's like, it's too much screen time for them. Yeah. Like, Dana Bryan's screen time is talking smack, where yeah. he can say whatever the hell he wants. And uh, he and Miz had like an eight and a half minute back and forth heard, thing yeah, this I past heard, week. Yeah. And uh, Daniel Bryan basically saying, "Wait, let's wait a year and a half and see where I'm at." You know, as far as oh, you're not, you're never going to wrestle again. Oh, so that like a quick little. He's basically saying, "Once my contract is done, I'm out of here, yeah. and I'm going to wrestle wherever, yeah. wherever someone will take me." Um, but yeah, so Neville ends up getting the victory over Jack Gallagher, um, and this is where I actually came in. I came in when. Uh, uh, Roman was making his entrance. Uh, it was Roman Reigns going up against Braun Strowman. Braun! Braun! Um, you know, big slugfest. Some pretty good action from these guys. Um, Roman Reigns ends up getting the victory. They did a solid job of the reason why he got the clean win. Braun Strowman did something he normally doesn't do. Went up to the top rope. Yeah. Missed with the splash. And that ended up costing him. However, I, I was still not ready for Braun Strowman to lose. Um, or if he was going to lose, lose by disqualification, lose by countout. I, 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 I did not see a clean win for Roman Reigns. Like, I could see him winning, just not yeah, he clean. He's really strong. I can't see Roman getting, like, getting the cue, like, you know, low blowing. Like, I can't, I can't take this no more here. Yeah. Like, I'm out. Yeah. I'm done. Boom. Low blow. Strong win going to Mania. <laughs> Yeah, that's that was the only real complaint that I had with this matchup. I just didn't want to see Braun lose clean. Right, uh, Doug, what did, what did you think about the matchup? Uh, the match itself was fucking awesome. I thought these dudes fucking tore it down. Slug. Uh, Braun's for real. The dude can work. Yeah. He can he can work WWE main event style, and that's all he needs to fucking know how to work. And. Uh, He's the real deal. He's already good, and he's going to be like a huge player. This is your, this to me, this is your your mania title match next year. You go back to, I, I think Reigns wins the title at SummerSlam from Brock, and then you go back to Braun Reigns at Mania next year. And that's your title match. Uh, yeah. There was rumors that that's what they were going to do this year, and I'm glad that they pumped the brakes and like put Braun on a simmer because he's good now, but it's going to mean more next year when mm-hmm. he's further along in his push. He's still sort of on the uh, upward incline, so so they'll have like the next year to. Uh, it's going to be a bigger fucking deal next year when they yeah. do it than this year. Like they're and, gonna like they they they've kind of put Roman on that back burner to kind of rebuild him in. 
to that the title picture. So I think, like you said, by, when, by the time next year comes around, Roman's going to be at a much higher level. Strowman's going to be at a much higher level. So yeah, yeah. it will have that that huge feel. Well, Roman's beating Brock. That's the only guy you yeah. got that can take the title from Brock, and he's the guy who should fucking take the title from Brock. Period. I don't care what you fucking think about it. I'm I'm sick. Like, fine, fine. If people's were opinions of Roman were, we're just gonna always say he fucking sucks because that's our protest because we didn't get the booking decision we want. Then fucking say that and stop pretending like the guy's not good. Stop yeah. fucking pretending. Because when you fake like he's not any good, then I just don't value your opinion because I think you're <coughs> fucking watching with your eyes closed. Well, just No, just say we're always going to boo this guy and say he sucks because we're unhappy and we, we're always going to do that to, to remind them they better do what we say and stop saying that he sucks because yeah. he doesn't fucking suck. You're stupid if you think he sucks. Yeah. Well, it's the same, it's the same reaction that John Cena gets. Yeah. He, he comes out, the fans... You know, some fans cheer him, some fans boo him. But by the, you know, midway through the match, all of them are chanting, this is awesome. Yeah. Like, you know, it's it's the matches that he's putting on. You know, they're they're doing that first first knee-jerk reaction. Oh, he's always going to win. But yeah, then I mean, the match happens. They're like, oh, this is really good. I will respect you more if you just are honest and say, this is our protest and we're always going to boo him because... Yeah. We want them to never forget that they better do what we that say. That one time three years ago yeah. and things didn't go our way. Stop. And then it's not even his fault. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy got fucking good fast. Mm-hmm. It's like we like the, the fans almost pushed him to get good. Like, like all right, damn it, I'm going to show you. <laughs> You're going to earn this. Pretty every pretty bit of it. The rock puts like, look, man, I'm your cousin. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't rock even couldn't say even say yeah. it. <laughs> So it's like, whoo, good luck, kid. Yeah. But, you know, he's he's resisted and he's uh he's improved and he stepped up to the plate every time. I like Roman Reigns. I mean, I never there, there wasn't a time where I didn't like him because I always you know from the shield if he always been that good the guy that I see him growing, you know. I mean Yeah. People just got that one thing they hate, like you said, that the Royal Rumble where Yeah, it was that knee jerk reaction of God, they're going with their guy instead of ours. Yeah. So boo him. I mean, hell. The they before. they <laughs> booed Rey Mysterio when he was the number 30 entrant. So, you know, they were going to boo whoever. It just happened to be Roman Reigns, and Roman Reigns happened to win that match. So let's hate on Roman Reigns. You know, yeah, for a short time, I I disliked that decision. But the dude's grown on me. He's yeah, a talented the guy. The difference is you can say you separate out the fact that you're like, I didn't like the decision. I voiced my opinion that way, but you mm-hmm. d- you don't now like try to not acknowledge that he's, you don't pretend that he sucks so right. that you can keep say, like doing your boo thing. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just, there, <laughs> hey, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but this match was really good. Like, Braun's ready. He's going to be a big deal. It's not just, they were already going to make him a big deal, but mm-hmm. you can tell that he's going to be a real, like an authentic real deal. Because you can tell he can fucking work. He's picking yeah. it up. What, what were your thoughts on the uh, on the decision for a clean pen? I thought it's the right call. Okay. Roman's got to beat Brock, and they, they built Braun up to feed to Roman to beat Brock. They're going to rebuild Braun up to meet back around at Mania next year. At least that's what they fo- should fucking do. Well, I think they built... I built Roman to defeat uh, uh, Braun to go up against the Undertaker, and then yeah, that's I'm thinking I'm thinking Taker eats a pen. This thing is, it Ooh, doesn't hurt. Yeah. It doesn't hurt Strowman to lose to to Reigns because mm-hmm. the crowd already fucking reacts to Reigns as if he's a heel. Yeah, so he's gonna get heat for that, and Roman's gonna see that. You know how they're doing the. The fans were doing that, like thank you Strowman stuff. Like that's the all that's the little germ that they need. They just need, yeah. Like 
that's enough. Like he's they are going to take that. That's enough for them to work with to make people love the guy. Mm-hmm. They don't need. They just need. Like you think, a lot of those fans think that they're doing the anything but Roman thing. But what you're actually giving them is everything they need to work with to make Braun the guy they want him. To yeah. Be. I mean, here's kind of how I'm seeing it all play out. And keep in mind, I don't have. I don't know what I'm talking about. Let's just say that. Um, I think they're going to book Roman as close to heel as they can when it comes to The Undertaker because he came out this past week on Raw and said, hey, uh, Strowman didn't call you out. He called me. And, uh, you know, newsflash, this is my yard now. He ate a cho- uh, choke slam for it. But, it's you know, we're obviously going to get Undertaker versus Roman Reigns. I think this is going to be that that final passing of the torch situation where if the undertaker shows respect to roman reigns the crowd will in turn kind of be okay no you no, think no, they're just gonna yeah. shit all over it oh well, no, yeah they're just yeah. gonna shit on it yeah. <clears throat> because they don't because they're more into like being able to like voice their opinion than say uh the crowd is more into being like, look how we're fucking controlling or adding to this than s- seeing the show and being like, oh, that was a good show or that wasn't a good show. Mm-hmm. They're not into experiencing the show and s- giving an honest opinion of like, oh, well, that was a good fucking show or that wasn't. They're into being like, look how fucking we were a part of the show and we told yeah. them what the... Well, and that's just not like if you're if that's what you kids I'm a surly old fucking man <laughs> and that's just not how I fucking do wrestling so you fucking kids can well, go have your fun on, with that but on. it's gonna piss me off since you're, since you're never saying not kids, gonna piss me off you know? since you're saying kids it's not the kids these days you know days. what I mean it's the dudes it's not in the kids. it's the dudes it's not the kids <laughs> it's the dudes you know I know it's probably, your teens to it's like your eighteen to thirty five mills <laughs> yeah it's probably, us yeah. except it's not us <laughs> it is us. <laughs> It's those who disagree with us, uh, but I, you know, I can I can see Undertaker reaching his hand out, shaking the hand of Roman Reigns. Hey, you did good, kid. You earned it. Boo! Doesn't matter if the no, crowd's booing yeah. or not. I think if I think they'll boo initially, they'll have that moment where the crowd will get their chance out. They'll get their <clears> boos <throat> out. They'll go to the bathroom or go home out, and then they'll do that thing where Undertaker reaches his hand out, shakes it. Crowd claps. I mean, there's going to be some. There's still going to be some boost. I was going to ask, yeah. what will it take for the crowd to be okay with Roman? Maybe never, but you know, he'll with turn. Cena, he'll turn. He'll oh, okay. turn, and then uh, with Cena, there's people that like boo them. But as soon as they turn him heel, all the people who are pretending like oh, he sucks he's are going to so be like, badass. "Oh, look how fucking." Because I know this guy. with <laughs> everyone was still on page. Everyone liked the AJ Styles Cena thing. Yeah, you know, there was no booze. Really, wasn't too much booze on that. Mm-hmm. Because but, because hating John Cena is the old lame thing to do. Hating Roman Reigns is the new hip thing to do. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I can see like at Mania, like what you're saying, like him Undertaker like reaching his hand out, but like. The heel turn comes where like like get your fucking hands out of here and like start beating the shit out of Undertaker like hey I, you can do that bury, too bury him in the in the yard I just buried him yeah. in the yard like and I'm the top dog now and then give him really some of the like kick him just, out of the exactly, ring like did he just do that like what like seriously to the Undertaker you know <laughs> that would incite a riot yeah. if he fucking does that he's a baby face by SummerSlam again he's he, they, he, <laughs> no, no 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 I'm not I'm not fucking I'm not fucking joking no because, he's not if, no, if he that. does that by the time SummerSlam comes back around for him to face Raw the crowd has already 180 on him and he's a baby face again I can see him like I beat the Undertaker at WrestleMania well I beat the Undertaker at WrestleMania too like then you know like I said and I'm gonna beat you yeah <laughs> 
who's gonna be the face of that. And I seriously, I, I seriously don't see Brock being the face in that. The crowd would make him yeah. the face. Yeah. Unless they just be so over with Roman. So there you go. You do that. You have Brock win the title. Have uh, uh, yeah, Brock wins the title. Roman beats Roman Baker. goes full full blown heel. The crowd turns Brock into the baby face, and you have Roman beat Brock, making him your new number one heel. Yeah, he is. He's beating Brock at SummerSlam, no doubt about sure. it. Sure, there, there's no if ands or buts. He's not holding on to that fucking belt that long. Wasn't there a point in time where the part there's something schedule. with Brock where he got turned into a, a face? Just from the crowd reaction. Yeah, from what feud was it? I think it was him and Cena. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. But look, we And then sort he of, circled around and beat Undertaker and that was that was it. We sort of like transitioned into like talking about Roman Reigns primarily, but I don't want it to like I don't want to de emphasize how fucking like how how much of this like 50% of this was fucking Roman uh, Roman being awesome and 50% was Braun being awesome like, mm-hmm. I don't want to undersell how far along Braun's come no, in not a, very at all. Short, a very short amount of time he only had like he didn't have any fucking matches before he was just like a dude mm-hmm. standing around with the Wyatt family he's like he was the dude wearing the, the, the black sheep mask yeah what, was he like in Alex Rose or I can think of his name but, uh, yeah he was Adam Rose like, uh, Rosebud yeah, Rose, but yeah, yeah he was like in the Viking uniform right? he was supposedly yeah. he had like five matches or something before he was like on the roster yeah I want to go back and see that so he's like dancing yeah. and stuff. yes yeah. Yeah. I gotta look that up like the biggest dude there wow happy, you know, yeah I mean, obviously me. I want to look at this obviously you can pick him out of the fucking crowd <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like the biggest guy in there yeah. <laughs> but I mean I don't remember that because I don't you know I know him I remember it so. I remember it I mean I remember a Viking kind of I almost say like a Viking or like some type of I don't know like uh, Roman suit type of ongoing or you know whatever costume on whatever you want to call it yeah here you go is in uh, NXT. <laughs> there he is. Hard to miss. Braun. <laughs> so, um, but I think I think what what I think is going to for sure happen is Reigns takes uh, Reigns beats Undertaker and beats Lesnar beats Goldberg. Reigns beats uh, Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam for mm-hmm. the title, and then you go back. Uh, you give Roman a little bit of run, and then you go back at Mania next year. You go Reigns Braun. I think he could brawl the title then. How do you yeah. feel like where Finn Balor fits in all this? Like he's the original Universal Champion. He could be just like, like lost in the shuffle, or I don't, I don't think they're going to push him back. I don't. When he comes back, I don't think they're going to inject him into. Mm. It's just the time of year is like mm-hmm. right. you can't push him into the mix like that. Like you Put know, SmackDown. I mean, there's talks of having him be the replacement for Rollins if Rollins can't come back in time for Mania. Um, but other than that, yeah, I mean. I, I would hold off until after Mania is done before bring, even bring him back, and then, yeah, the question is where does he go from there? And uh, I don't know. But um, yeah, I think Braun Strowman vastly improved over the course of the past year. Uh, another one, Baron Corbin. Uh, his his ring work is is solid. His mic skills have certainly improved. Um, and the same can be said with Braun Strowman. He's been having excellent matches. Uh, he's getting—you can tell—he's getting a little more comfortable on the microphone. So, see, but a little bit—he doesn't need to be super polished because he's no. such a fucking like big like buffoon of a dude. Like he doesn't mm-hmm. have to be like a slick talking fucking dude. Sure, he just has to fucking yell and sound oh, yeah. intimidating when he yells. By the way, it doesn't I love matter that if he, too. Yeah. 
Ollie, give me, you know. Yeah. He doesn't have to, he doesn't have to fucking like have some cool shit that he just has to be like a big goof of a dude mm-hmm. who fucking talks gruffly and yells Nerds. in the mic. That's all he needs. <laughs> but yeah, like whenever he came out on Raw this week and he just grabbed the mic and, Roman, get out here. Like, see, I, I work late. I didn't see Raw or SmackDown. I worked late this week. But, yeah. So I don't really know, but. Well, I mean, that's pretty much what he did. He was like, Roman, get out here. Now let me finish. I mean, that's what he's been doing. He just sort of yells some shit Mm -hmm. in the mic, you know. But I mean, it was it was effective and it worked. That's all he needs to do. Yeah, that is all he needs to do. It was it it was effective and it worked. And uh, Roman Reigns ended up getting the victory to go forward to uh, to Mania. Good shit. Good shit. Um, Next up on the card, we had Bailey versus Charlotte Flair for the uh, Raw Women's Championship, and. When I was watching it, I felt like they were half a step off sync. Well, when I was watching it, it was off fucking sync because I was having all kinds of problems with the network during this match. So I really can't speak to quality because I would try to like fast forward like out of like the problems I was having and then I couldn't and I would try to rewind past and then catch up. I just, for some reason, my shit was just fucked. having some was, issues. Yeah. So I, I mean, I saw the finish. I knew who won, but as far as like being able to you know, given overall as to quality of the match, I'm probably not the right person. It wouldn't yeah. be fair because I didn't really see it. It did seem like it was a bit off. I mean, not say it was too much of a sloppy of a match, but it just seemed like they wasn't meshing together as they normally do. But it, it was a decent match. I wouldn't say it was horrible, but it, it was just something it, off about it. Yeah, it just seemed like their chemistry was just a half a step off. Yeah. I don't, you know, it's hard like to explain. for Mania or... Maybe. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure, but... Yeah. I also, um, I was a little uncomfortable with the with the ending, with Sasha Banks getting involved. Um, you know the the fact that the pay per view winning streak for Charlotte ended at Fastlane instead of WrestleMania, where it could have mattered. And I don't know, just the whole the whole build for this storyline to Mania, it all came too soon. I feel. Uh, I was surprised that she won. I don't have a problem with her winning. I mean, I, I know people are going to say, and I know that you just said, like, the pay-per-view winning streak, but to me, that doesn't fucking mean anything. It, it was just, sure. you know, it's been, it was it was something that they sort of, it's not, the Undertaker streak thing was, like, an organic thing that they didn't even play up because they didn't even realize it was a fucking thing until, like, into it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it like wasn't 15 th- in or yeah, something Yeah, this like was, that. like, this was a manufactured thing that they were, like, this is the fucking streak, like, a couple of months into her reign. It just, like, felt so, like, inauthentic that it's hard to, to buy into it. So, yeah. yes, I guess I thought that they were going to do it at Mania so they could further manufacture making it a big the big deal that it wasn't. But it doesn't, to me, it doesn't mean anything. To me, it doesn't feel, like, genuine. It, to me, it just feels like, a thing they tried to get her to like to make her more over and I just to me it didn't work. I mean, I think she's fine in her role. I just think that that was just a sort of a bullshit thing that people see through. No one bought into that as like a, a deal, you know what I mean? Yeah. At least I didn't. Okay. Um and that takes us into the uh, the main event Goldberg versus Kevin Owens. Um I thought they did a fine job of doing the Kevin Owens I'm going to play my game. You know, time is on my side. Um, but then Jericho came back, caused a distraction, which leads to the 21 seconds later, we have a, a new Universal Champion. Uh, and I know that got a lot of slack from from fans saying, oh, this match should have been a, um, 
a, a shining moment for Kevin Owens. I mean, look, as much as I would like, was going to happen. Yeah, I, I would have loved to see Kevin Owens defend the Universal Championship at WrestleMania and have him get get his shine or whatever. Really? I mean, I would have liked to it. I think his his run as as champ has run its course. Yeah, I feel like it's been like blah. I think I like people are gonna like misconstrue this as me saying that I don't like him as a performer, mm-hmm. but I do like him and I want him to succeed. But I feel like he is under delivered in this in the ring all year long, especially with Seth Rollins. Him and Seth Rollins together made me want to fucking puke in my mouth when I they, they stunk it up two fucking consecutive pay per views in a row. As far as mm-hmm. I'm concerned, I think his rant his course like. His run, his run has ran its course, and it was time to move on. And I literally, I literally said last week, it's going two minutes, and Jericho's involved. You can fucking <laughs> rewind the tape. And, like, I understand that people are like, "Well, I'm a paying crowd. I paid to go to the show. I want like a main event." I understand that, but if you just look at every match that he's been in since he's been back, you would know what to expect. Mm-hmm. You knew it wasn't going long because he can't go long. He's fucking old. He's gassed walking to the ring. You can see him breathing <laughs> hard, just fucking getting there. That's well, also standing. So it was like a Mike Tyson fight. Like you know, he's going to get knocked out first round. Knockout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't get fit. Or like Plus the nine 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 anyway. So. Or like the the early Ronda Rousey fights. Yeah. Like you know, it's not going to go long. Yeah. You're paying sixty bucks, but you know what you're getting. Yeah, you know, fucking armbar. It's coming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I mean, we. I- I don't have. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just, I just, I love the way he was just going inside the ring. Like I was with the crowd. I was like, oh yeah. Man. He got back in. Like, are right, you ready? And just go right back outside again. I was like, all mm-hmm. right, you know. <laughs> I thought it was a little overdone, to be honest. Really? I was like, I was like, okay, he did it a couple times, but then I was like, uh, all right. I, I get that they're just trying to. He was prolong- trying to agitate and. Yeah. Well, I yeah. think it's more like. Well, prolong- they were already over uh, the the. Uh, what, what, their timeline, yeah. This thing, the pay per view ended like ten minutes past the. But thing. still, they're trying to add to. It wasn't a long match, but they're trying to add to the length of the segment yeah. in general, and it's sort of all. They're like, okay, the match is going to be twenty one seconds, right? So I knew, I knew, and anyone who has watched Goldberg since he's been back knew it was going two minutes or under. Anyone who's watched any of the build up until now knew Jericho was coming back to set up that Mania match. Anybody with who's been paying attention knows that Kevin Owens was not fucking winning that match. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, some people were like, he deserved better. I mean, look, man, I think his, his, his title run is sort of like ran its course. Where do you go with him from here? Uh, I don't know. Get him out of the scene and let him freshen up his, or freshen something up for him to maybe come back later. Hey, I mean, sure. He's going to win the title from Jericho and then yeah. Jericho will go on tour. Right. So, and he'll be like the top. He'll still be the top title guy because fucking Lesnar's not going to be on TV till SummerSlam when Reigns beats him anyway. So he's still going to be like the top title guy. So I don't know. Do you do you think that his fucking run has been? And see, that's another thing. If if people have been so like, I don't know, like if they feel like he hasn't got this opportunity to to shine, everyone loves the him and Jericho stuff. I thought that was all well done. I think he's just yeah. under delivered in the ring. I think all mm-hmm. his matches have been like. Bleh. I thought he did a fine job in the ring. Uh, and I felt like the uh, the championship itself got clouded through the whole Jericho and Owens deal. So he didn't really get a chance to to show the Kevin Owens side because it was being diverted with the Kevin and Chris, Chris and Kevin festival of friendship kind of stuff. I mean, um, you say the same thing about Rollins and his run, how it was too tied to the authority. And sure. He was booked as a chicken shit. Owens was not booked as like a world beater. He was booked as sort of a chicken shit. Yeah. 
and honestly, and he like, relied on Chris Jericho that, to help get him. The gimmick that the everybody and, loved of him and Jericho that goes with the chicken shit heel. That doesn't go with the world beat like ass beater. That is yeah. not the gimmick that the guy who's fucking gonna go fucking punch his fucking fist down Brock Lesnar's throat doesn't have that gimmick with Chris Jericho that you love so much. Right. So you don't have to like understand <laughs> that if you like that so much, that's not the guy who's going to fucking put their boot in Brock Lesnar's ass. Nobody, you know? Yeah. It just does. It, it's like incongruent. I wouldn't expect him to get the victory over Lesnar, but I don't know. I guess. I guess my hopes were the WWE or, uh, is going to take a chance on having a new star be the champion at at Mania instead of. Uh, well, I mean, they've had Roman Reigns, they've had Seth Rollins win the championship at Mania, uh, but you've had you know Brock Lesnar. John Cena, The Rock. Now you're having Goldberg. You're still you still got the Undertaker. Like it's it's that that long debate that we've had for so many years about during the transition of John Cena and Randy Orton and Batista, they didn't really build those new stars, and so and they're not going to at WrestleMania. That's not the show that they do it. That's the show we always complain that they don't do it at. Yeah. But that's the show that they don't do it at. That's Mania is the time they're going to be like, who can we parade out because. You already we need to sell those tickets. You've already fucking. You've got your subscription. I've got my subscription. You've got your subscription. You've got your subscription. Motherfuckers ain't fucking going anywhere. You are. They already got you. They're trying to parade out like uh. They remember Goldberg, but they're trying to draw people right. who don't have a f- fucking subscription in. The people who don't. The people who have a subscription know who the fuck Kevin Owens is. Is gonna buy the show whether he's the champ or not. Right. The fucking people who are gonna buy the show because Goldberg. Don't fucking have a subscription. You know what I mean? They're mm-hmm. trying to draw in lapsed fans or, you know, Nostalgia. whatever. Nostalgia. Yeah, I mean. Guess who we're bringing back? Andre Giant. Well, he's dead. Oh, we don't care. We're bringing him back. <laughs> we got that statue. Yeah. Well, I like how like, the the, uh, the program they run right now. Like, if you, I guess, all beginning of this month, you got Fastlane and WrestleMania for free. Like, mm-hmm. join the WWE Network. It's like, oh, I ain't watch it. Oh, uh, Goldberg won. Well, I got WrestleMania for free. I got to watch it now. And then, you yeah. know, trying to build off of that. Try and suck yeah. you in. Yeah. Oh, I forgot, man. I forgot to cancel it now. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm out $10 for a whole nother month. Dang. Um, I mean, I think it's time that we start, like, we stop doing the thing where we, like, complain about WrestleMania not being the show that we'd expect it to be because it never is and it's never going to be because WrestleMania isn't for us. <laughs> we go to WrestleMania because we... Not my WrestleMania. We, hey. <laughs> A lot of not my sh- <laughs> Like I said, the, the reason why I go to Mania is for the indies. This is me. I still enjoy it. I mean, no, I don't... Parts you, not, all of it's not shit. There's certain parts I, I like. I You just... You can't take it as the show that is going to move new people forward or the show that's yeah. booked to your liking. They're they're booking to to like a broader more casual they're, yeah they're going for the casual fan or the people who i only buy the pay-per-view when it's wrestlemania the guy the people stuff. who only buy or who only watch when it's wrestlemania don't know who the fuck kevin owens is and that's why he's not having the belt going in they know yeah. who goldberg is they remember that fucking guy they remember brock lesnar <laughs> and yes the argument still stands that well if you ever want kevin owens to be the guy that they remember you have to push him forward at some point yeah. that's a valid argument still but it's like just because it's a valid argument doesn't mean that like that's what's going to happen, and right. like we are going to pretend like we 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 as collectively as like 
jaded old wrestling fans. We forget every. It's like we get amnesia every fucking year, and we're like, oh, <laughs> they didn't do the fucking thing they're supposed to do. It's like, yeah, they don't ever do the fucking thing they're Those supposed assholes. to do. You just fucking forget every year, and you like realign your expectations. It's not happening. I'm sorry, I have high expectations, Doug. I just want a good show. Lower your expectations. No, I'm not saying. I'm not saying lower your expectations. I'm not saying expect a bad show. I'm just saying don't expect that show to be booked to your taste. Right. You should still expect a good show. If Roman Reigns is in a spot that you don't think he should be in, you should still expect him to excel in that spot. You you should you should grade a show. You should critique a show on if it delivered or not, not on if it was what you wanted. Like, you know. All the guys I like are not the guys that all the guys that you like or vice versa. It's like if I book just to my taste, then I would have the guys that I like and all this. You, the guys that are there, you're you critique them on if they did well or not, not if the guys that are there are the guys you wanted there. Does that make any sense? I know I'm stumbling over my words and I'm being confusing, but like you don't you like this fucking book right here. I want it to be a book with a lot of fucking punching in it, but I open it up and says some shit about some office work. Well, fuck, this book sucks. Well, and this might be the best fucking office book ever written, but just because I fucking went in and wanted some fucking punching because all I care about is punching. I want fucking real and fake fights and capes and tights. That's all I give a fuck about. You know? Good point. I'm, I'm, fucking, here, I'm getting like way off the point, but you know what I mean, right? It's still real to me, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I want that punching book. Yeah, I mean, that punching book doesn't have shit to do with if this is a good office book or not, you know? That book would be a lot better if Austin Aries <laughs> would put his thumb in someone's eye. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, I mean, that pretty much did it for Fastlane. Um, and quite a quite a debate we had for it. So, not too bad. Uh, we had Raw... Um, Jericho and Owens had their promo. They agreed to fight at Mania for the U.S. title. Um, it wasn't even like chicken shit, like I'm going to walk away or whatever. Like, yeah, no, fight, let's fight. They actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. they actually brawled for a little bit, um, which was yeah, you fine. Put the title online? Okay. Yeah. Straight to the point. I like it. Yeah. They, they got straight to the point. No cutting corners. Just get straight to it. Um, they did make a, a small little notion, Owens saying, uh, you know, I can I can fight you at WrestleMania. I've been promised a rematch for the Universal title whenever I want. So that's always going to be something that'll loom in the background. Maybe they'll have, you know, a 30-day waiting period. You know, like, oh, I'm sorry you didn't do it within 30 days, so you lost it. And he was like, oh, what the hell? Anyways. Um, so we're going to get Jericho and Owens for the United States title at Mania, which I'm fine with. I'm hoping that they have a, a really good match. Nope. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be like way more ambush- ambitious than Jericho is capable of pulling off. Look, Jericho has been a fucking revelation on the mic and in his character work in this run, but he has stunk it up in the fucking ring. He's still trying to do shit that he's too fucking old to do. He's lion salt, <laughs> fucking crooked ass lion salt every time. Not that it was ever like super straight, but like. <laughs> You know, he could barely get over. It would be a lot worse if he wasn't doing that DDP yoga. He could barely get over. He needs to stop. <laughs> Anywho. Um, I, mean, I, keep, I mean, he can barely turn over in the flip, not that he's not over. Yeah. So I don't want to, like, mix people. Have I've seen people a gif where, like, there. Kurt Henning, like, saved him from, like, almost breaking his neck in WCW. Like, he was to, like, fall backwards. Well, Kurt Henning, like, moved his legs under to catch him, to like, catch his back. Because, like, he was, like, going neck first into the oh, back. Oh, God. I'm like, oh, God. That looked like, oh, that hurts. 
so bad. It's like when who was it? Ryback that fucking saved Kalisto's life yeah. last year before he left. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that was was that one of the WrestleMania pre pre show matches. I, I know it was like a. It was either that or the pay per view immediately following that had a rematch that was also really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, God damn. Ryback and Kalisto, who thought? They were they got really good chemistry. Have you been listening to any of uh Ryback's podcast? No, I know he's doing a thing, but Dude, he just I mean, he shoots on everything. Like I'll end up watching one on YouTube and then in the suggested Is it video. In, oh, no, 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 no. It's it's all audio, but okay. like in the suggested videos it always pops up more. It's always it's always like, Oh, here's a new one, here's a new one, here's a new one. So I'm like, dude, this guy's shooting on a lot of things. Like I mean, he shot on Vince McMahon, on WrestleMania, so he, like you know, anyways, if you want to find out, go and listen to that show. Um, whatever. So I'll get to it. I'm a big podcast guy. I'm it's I'm gonna get to it eventually. I just haven't like. You know, he's always talking about his nutrition system that he's got going on. See, that's see, that's the thing about that's why I fucking like hot and cold on Jericho's podcast. It's yeah. like uh, is he promoting Cracker Barrel? Like I don't no. care, like I don't give a fuck whatever like eighties butt rock dude you want on your podcast this week. Like, you know. We got Slash. Yeah. So the uh Owens and Jericho yeah, I, Brawl. I say that to me like I don't care about Ryback's <laughs> nutrition old regimen. Yeah. yeah. Sami Zayn gets involved and then we have a uh, match between Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Uh Kevin Owens ends up getting the victory. Uh I don't remember too much of the matchup. I'm sure it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> you've seen one match you've seen them all between these two guys uh, the feud that will not die uh, after that we got to see Neville going up against Rich Swan for the Cruiserweight Championship and uh, I really enjoyed this match I'm glad that it was given quite a bit of time uh, I feel like that's something that the Cruiserweight division has desperately been needing uh, in weeks past on Raw it's just a, a, a showcase of Cruiserweight action uh, you know they get the short matches here and there they throw a tag match every once in a while this was a a really fun match to watch. And I miss like half the, the Cruiserweights because it's like one of the big things that they don't show on Hulu. Like I haven't seen uh was Sean Alexander, I think is his name. Cedric. Cedric. I don't, I don't see him. I don't haven't seen uh Noam Dar. I haven't seen too many of his matches. Like I, I hate that, you know. I'm I mean you'll like, you'll see Noam Dar, but you're gonna see him lose. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I can go to live uh two five live, but yeah. actually, I, I hardly ever catch that much of it because the way I works, you know, there's so much I can't catch so basically just SmackDown and, and Raw. Yeah. I try to catch NXT like every other week. So, mm-hmm. um, anything about this matchup? I didn't see. Oh, okay, I worked late all week. Tyler, same. No, the only thing I saw was on Facebook when they post you know different videos. I only saw like the last part with Austin Aries. Okay, yeah. After the matchup, uh, Austin Aries has been doing commentary during the cruiserweight matches. He goes down to talk to Neville. Hey, congratulations on the match. Who do you think is? You know, next in line to to face you or something of of that caliber. Uh, Neville basically saying there is no one on my level. There's no one near uh, my level, and the crowd started uh, Austin Aries chant. Him being the hill commentary, he's going to go with the be a hate uh, face uh, face um, mm-hmm. competitor. Yeah, but hey, I'm still I'm pretty glad that he's back in the mix, and um, I don't know where they're going to if he's going to get the belt off did, Neville or not. Did he commentate on Two Five Live this week? No. No. So they just went back tomorrow and... And Graves. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, he was in the ring talking mm-hmm. in the situation. That's the only thing I saw of 205 Live. But I don't know how it's going to turn out, but I'm, I'm glad that he's back, and I want to see where it, where it goes. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, Austin Aries basically saying, oh, I've got one final question. Well, it's not really a question. It's more of a statement. Pops Neville with the with the microphone, and they brawl for a little bit. So, they didn't um, really brawl. He just he gets up and then does the elbow to him and knocks yeah. him out, and that's it. Yeah. Um, so be on the lookout for Austin Aries probably going up against Neville at WrestleMania. Can you get the title? Hey, maybe. You never know. Who's going to dethrone the king of the cruiserweights? We'll find out. Uh, after that, Goldberg came out, started to cut a promo, was interrupted by Paul Heyman, uh, who came out and cut a promo, said, oh, by the way, my client Brock Lesnar's here, we're going to cut a promo on you, uh, you're just going to be known as Brock's bitch, and that prompted uh, Brock Lesnar to deliver an F5 Did you see that when he did the F5, uh, Goldberg got stiff, did you see that? He got super stiff, and he was like, <laughs> he wouldn't drop the title, so he's just sitting there holding the title, and then right before... Lesnar went to throw him. He was like, oh, shit, I got to let go of that. Bitch's kid wasn't there to see that either. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, are you okay? Uh, one thing, I don't know if, if you guys noticed that. Uh, after Goldberg took the uh, the F5, I mean, he was just like drenched in sweat. Like someone had turned a faucet on or something like that. It was crazy. It's fucking old dude, man. Yeah. Old dude, he walked through all that pyro and had the sparks on he him. Sweats and, and he knows now not to headbutt a door. Don't yeah, headbutt a door. Him. Life lessons with Goldberg. I mean, he did, punch, he did cut his fucking arm to shit punching through that window that one time. So <laughs> I don't think he's a guy who learns his lessons about like beating up inanimate objects. Yeah. Um, I can't wrestle. I'm on blood thinners. After that, we saw Gallows and Anderson go up against Enzo and Cass. This match ends in a disqualification. Uh, Cesaro and Sheamus were on the outside. Cesaro had some coffee in his hand. Enzo bumped into him, and they caused a brawl, disqualification. So... We'll see where it all leads. Maybe we'll have a triple threat tag match players for the tag team championships. Holla holla. Uh, Akira Tozawa defeats uh, Arya Davari. Then Tozawa grabs the microphone and calls out Brian Kendrick doing his yells. Yes. And uh, Brian Kendrick saying, you know, be careful. Don't all, you might you might always get what you want. Something along those lines. Uh, New Day coming out. Apparently... That was something that happened on Fastlane. I didn't write down. They came out. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't tell mean, me about it, Tyler. Okay. What happened? They here? come out with the car, and I, okay, I had to rewind this just because I, I thought they said this, but I wasn't for sure. They were like acting all weird with the new car, like we're gonna get the ice cream all stuff. Like, we got stickers everywhere, and I swear, I don't know if it was Xavier or Kofi. He's like, we skated stickers all over us. Oh, is, skate, skate, like, skate. I was like, did they say skate? He said skate. <laughs> So everyone, I was like, he did say skeet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that shit was hilarious. So I was like, how are they getting away with that? He's, they skied that all over. They pretty much get away with anything, just about. That's that's pretty much it. And Biggie was being all creepy and stuff and saying lyrics. And they were like, what's wrong with you, man? Are you sipping? Are you si-? That was so funny. They like, it was a few a few seconds. You sipping, man. You must be sipping. <laughs> He's like, that's that's why you can't. Or drive the cart or something like that because you must be sipping and he just stood back. It was weird, but I just wanted to point that out, man. I we still, s- I still get entertained by them. I just like the ice cream thing is like a eh, come on, drop the ice cream thing. I don't need that. I think they're actually going to do it because like it's not going to be like the old school sandwich, like it'd be so like a uh, like a pop or whatever, yeah, push yeah. pop or whatever. Yeah, hmm. so I can see them do that because like you see like the different flavors they have. I mean, heck, they got cereal. Hey, yeah. if I go to an event WWE event and they have that, I'm going to get it. I mean, I'd. 
Uh, Still eight fifty, sir. Eight fifty. Hey man, yeah. I I fall for all that stuff. Hey, I mean I've had this. You don't get to bring yet, it home. But for they Christmas, should. I got them bootios. Got them it, bootios. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they're yeah. fucking up by not selling like snack size bootios at the events. Like, yeah. they should bring the ice creams like to the events too. I mean, mm-hmm. I I fucking it cracks me up every time Biggie fucking like pours a whole fucking box on <laughs> some kid's <laughs> head. Girl, man, she's <laughs> like, uh-uh. he's like, Whoa. make it stop. It's too much. Fit in my mouth. <laughs> Making don't it rain with bootios. I ski the stickers all over that. <laughs> God. Daryl was watching with me. I was like, we got to rewind that. Did he say skeet? Did you hear that? He said skeet. Like, no, I didn't hear that. I thought uh, she said, uh, no, I, uh, she said it was a different word. I was like, no, he said skeet. <laughs> so anyways. I just worry about like, where do they go from here? They, you know, they, man, they're entrepreneurs now. Yeah. They got, they got fruit snacks something? on the way and. I mean, what do you think about Mania? Is there something to the Mania thing? Are they waiting Them hosting it. Yeah, them hosting it. There's something up to that. What's, what's the deal? I hope it's like uh, they fucking run it back and they fucking beat the shit out of like Austin and uh, <laughs> HBK and <laughs> who was it? Who else? Uh, Foley. Oh, yeah. They should fucking flip the table. Get their revenge. Yeah. Invite them over that and blindside right, them. And they're fucking, this year they're so fucking over, they probably get cheered for it. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't know, man. There's a lot of fucking bootio shirts yeah. in that crowd. Yeah. Now, if if it was Pitbull, Flo Rida, and Machine Gun Kelly, and Kid Rock, yeah, definitely they'd get cheered. I don't know. Austin and HBK, uh, I just can't see them getting cheered for beating up those guys. I just personally, I would be entertained by that. Well, sure. It would be entertaining to see them be like, hey, don't don't think we didn't forget about what, what y'all did to us last year. Um Plus, they never play it straight. They always sort of, even when they're, I mean, not that they're like, have ever been like, like dastardly heels, but even as baby faces, they fucking cheated the whole time. So it's not <laughs> like they're like uh, above, like, you know, flipping the tables on somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, going back to Raw, they, the, the New Day went up against the Shining Stars again. Not really much of a reason. Um, but the New Day ended up getting the victory. It was so. good seeing the uh, Shining Stars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, second week in a row. Yeah. Hey, um, would yeah. You go to the, they're selling you. Uh, would you go to the Caribbean? Yeah. Oh, love their to go time to the Caribbean, Caribbean, man. Yeah. Caribbean's nice. We know it's fake because uh, Heath Slater. It was just a piece of paper. Hey, yeah. <laughs> uh, after that, we saw a segment featuring Mick Foley, Bailey, Charlotte, Sha- Sasha, God, <laughs> and Steph. Sasha. 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 I'm gonna make a shirt that says that. S H A S H A. Whatever. Anyway, Shasha. Basically, it was just to get to the point of if Sasha can defeat Bailey, then she will earn a spot. Yes, I do. In WrestleMania, to which Sasha accepted, Bailey accepted. The match occurred. Charlotte got involved. Sasha gets the victory, and it has now earned her spot in the WrestleMania match, making it a triple threat. Players. Not a triple threat tag team match. Just another triple threat, possibly. Could be a fatal four-way. We don't know. Uh, We saw Seth Rollins rehab video package and a Triple H response promo. Um, I don't really remember this. I think I might have been in the kitchen or something like that. I think Doug was jerking off. (laughs) He's making the motion like he is. Any any thoughts? I didn't see the show. Oh, okay. Uh, Ryan? Uh, I, Did I, that show up on Hulu or anything like that? Or? I don't remember seeing that. I mean, you know what? Uh, 
I want to say I did, but I think I just kind of faded off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about this. Yeah. Fast forward. Uh, don't remember who, who Seth could Roll- blame him? Who, yeah. who could care about this? Yeah, I don't remember Seth Rollins' package. So. But it's but it's the game. It's Triple H and I mean, Seth Rollins. I, I think they go fight like kind of like a little brawl. Yeah, a brawl, and then you know Rollins might get the like the upper hand or whatever. They both try to go. Samoa Joe get involved, yeah. and then Finn Balor gets involved. Yeah. And, and, uh, nah, F- Balor's gonna be on like. Balor's the Triple H guy, so he's going to be in like the Triple H stable. Oh, snap. Come in and try to like, save him, but like turn his back on him. I think Rollins will literally stop using the pedigree. I think that messed up everybody's knees. Yeah. <laughs> it is hard on the knees. Um, we already talked about oh, Samoa Joe ends up defeating Chris Jericho via countout, choked him out, left him out there, which is fine. Um, and then Braun Strowman calls out Roman Reigns. The Undertaker appears. Braun Strowman, Strowman, bleh, can't talk. Braun Strowman backs down and then uh, backs away. Roman comes out, says, "Hey, he didn't call you out; he called me out. So get out of my yard." And he gets choke slammed for it. So uh, it was cool seeing the Undertaker. It was a nice appearance. Yeah, I find my it, yard is my property. Uh, I have a shotgun. <laughs> I find it interesting that the Undertaker returned to give SmackDown a pep talk for the Survivor Series, saying, I'm back now, and he spends more time on Raw than he does on SmackDown. Did he say he's back on SmackDown, or he's just he back? He just said, I'm back. And mean back then. then he made mention to Mick Foley and Stephanie McMahon that you know he works under his own rules. No one can tell him what to do, blah, 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 blah. So this living but, awesome. I, I did meet him. I, he lived by the Shipley Donut that I work with. Wasn't that the picture that turned out yeah, blurry? I was so pissed oh, off. The dude that I worked with took a blurry ass picture of him. Like, I was, was he mad. fucking cool? Yeah, like it was so like. What'd you say? Did you say what's well, up? Well, he was in line. I, I, of course, I'm, I'm the one frying the donuts, so I, you know, I'm about to turn around. I gotta yell "hot glaze" so everybody can see it. You know, like, hot, hot glaze. glaze. That's like the one big thing about Shipley. If you say hot glaze, then people come in. You know, get the glaze. So right. I look back. I'm like. No, that's not him. Because <laughs> <laughs> he had like the beanie cap on. No way, it's it the Undertaker great. inside the show. Please don't yeah, that right great now. Great goatee, all that. So I'm like, I turn around and I was like, holy shit, that's really him. Then that's when the, the fucking heart start beating. Like, okay, all right, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I'm like, fuck, let's go up there and talk to him, man. Like, of all wrestling I have seen before, I've never seen a wrestler like to come in somewhere that I worked before. You know, like, mm-hmm. I think maybe Mark Henry when I first worked at Jason Dudley, but that's like years ago. Or like but. The Shield when they walked into Jason Dudley. <laughs> oh, damn, I missed that. I was so pissed. I'm sorry, yeah. I had to bring it up. But uh, I went up to him, I was like, uh, kind of like, Mr. Taker, he's like, Yep. Like, you know, kind of like, yep. You know, he kind of looked down like, yep. I'm like, uh, whenever you get through with your donuts, would you mind if I take a picture? He's like, mm, okay. Like, you know. And it was so fun. Like, I, I'm all back. I'm all pumped up. Like, all right, cool. I'm like, all right, donuts. <laughs> around, whatever. And then, like, I see him when he finished, but, like, he kind of disappeared. The way. It's like, oh, shit, he left. And then all I see, like, through, like, little people, like, I see a big-ass eyes looking like. I'm like oh, you ready shit, for that picture? Yeah, like, you ready? He came, took a picture with him, whatever, and that, and that was it. You know, he got his donuts and left. He did have a little limp, though. Like his hip mm. bones kind of messed up. He was kinda, I guess when he seen my crutches a few yeah. months ago, mm-hmm. I guess he did. Like he was had like it wasn't bad, but kind of like all right, you know, like he just just Gingerly, worked out. Yeah, yeah, like how he just worked out real hard or whatever. But so a little small little. No, nah, I didn't want to bother Mark. I just wanted to pitch because pitch a thousand. But I wouldn't worry about yeah. it. Handsome, but so the important question: uh, Who took the picture and did you slap them? I wanted yeah. to. I wanted to so bad. I was I was fucking pissed. Like of all pictures you could take of me. Yeah. This is what the Undertaker. I even told you, like, man, you got to get this. The, the one picture that take you screw more than up. one. Yeah. yeah. I always, me? even if people don't ask, yeah. my, I just say, I take more than one so you can be like, I can take a picture of all of y'all. If it's not clear, it's like, oh shit, hold on. You know, like, yeah. So like, oh, Are you okay. not looking at the screen? Yeah. Like, does nothing. It's- and, and we'll piss off with we'll the chair on the cake. He, uh, the chair on the cake. He went up to him, like, thank you, sir. Very big fan. 
Motherfucker, you're not a fan. And I'm not, <laughs> and I'm, and I'm not knocking nobody who likes wrestling, but I ain't talked wrestling with him before. And he's one of them just like, oh, yeah, you can become a wrestler. I go jump, jump in the ring with you and I'll be your manager. Like, that's like, it's more to that. No, yeah. man, I, I, I can do it. Like, no, oh, like, my no, God. No. Oh, oh, God. I'm so pissed. But I naturally just, take like one or two. I'm like, okay, now let me get one vertically. Yeah. And he was so cool about it. Like, you know, I probably could have, but like, I don't uh, want to bother him as a fan, you know, and just undertake of all people. Yeah. Like, you want to show the. I probably never seen him again, but like, you want to. Stand up in his mind one way or another, like you know, this mm-hmm. uh, he's a fucking cool fan. He's not out here fucking trying to pull on me or whatever, you know. He just yeah. whatever, and that's that's what I want to come across to him, you know. But fucking picture, man. I, <sighs> that like, sucks. I can show you that end up, but it, it's blurry. You can tell it's the Undertaker, but it's still blurry. And it's like, God, oh. I'm sorry that happened, yeah. but I mean, it's cool that you got to meet yeah. him. I mean, so the memory will be cool. in your in yeah. your mind, but that's, that's all that matters. Yeah. But it, it was cool like, though. Should have gave me a card. Be like, you need some donuts. Then. Yeah. <laughs> well, one friend like uh, I mean, when I showed it on Facebook, it's like, so what type of donuts did he get? I'm gonna take like a sprinkles type of guy. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I don't know, man. I, I know I fried his donuts. Did he get coffee, <laughs> orange juice, milk. Yeah, <laughs> like two big ass dozen of donuts, maybe collages. I don't know, but I know it's one big ass two dozen of uh, donuts. So bring he's bringing it for the boys. One of the owners of Shipley's out there. Uh, his kid and Undertaker's kid, I think, play like maybe soccer together or whatever. Hey, he's like, oh yeah, you know, he's always out there. He's quiet to himself, shades on. But his wife, man, is like, oh that rag. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, man, Michelle, she's pretty hot, man. He's like, yeah, man, she she's always out there too. I'm like, yeah, man, but I could just see him like out there, like, hey, like, you know, like, you know hey. soccer dad or whatever. <laughs> hey, girl, hey, yeah, wow, but that was cool, man. I, 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 all the things I did at WrestleMania. That was the coolest thing I think I ever did with like actually meeting a fucking known wrestler. Legend. Yeah, legend. You know, like that was cool. I don't, like you didn't have to go to a convention. No, you didn't not have at all. to pay money for it. He like, came to my donut that's shop. That's right. <laughs> he came and got your food. Yeah. But that's, I mean, that's really Dude, cool. Dude, you fucking made donuts for the Undertaker. That's pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> Hot glaze. Yeah. Well, cool. Hot glaze. <laughs> <laughs> well, good stuff. Maybe, you know. Wherever you're working now, maybe he'll make an appearance. Or- it's still in the lake, which is like uh, Lake Travis is pretty big, so it's kind of connected all the mm-hmm. way around. So he's, I think he lives on the other side of the Lake Travis area, which is called Bee Caves. Mm-hmm. So it's just, you know, and area. And if things don't work out that way, you know, baseball season's right around the corner. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, yeah, my, my nephew plays here. Yeah. <laughs> he just finished his game. He's in the car. Hey, can I get a picture? The last person who did, did you it. sell me donuts before? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those were good donuts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, yeah, so SmackDown, uh, Dana Bryan and Shane O'Mac announced over the weekend, and then they announced it here as far as giving an explanation. Uh, AJ Styles would face Randy Orton. Winner would go on to take, uh, take on Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania. Uh, the first hour of SmackDown had a match. And it was John Cena teaming up with Nikki Bella to go up against Carmella and the Mac Daddy of SmackDown, James Ellsworth. Whoa, is that his new tagline? That's what he called himself. Oh. Uh, you see that point where, like, uh, he Carmella... He needs to rhyme. He needs to... <laughs> he, he, he needs to come up with a better one. It sort of, like, rhymes, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, like, he was cutting a little promo, and he was like, my girlfriend... Wait. My friend who's a girl... Yeah, so I like that point where uh, Carmella pushed James into John, and John was just laughing. <laughs> She's like, "You need to fight him." How was the match? I, I would, really how were the interactions between Cena and Ellsworth? 
Did he fucking abuse Ellsworth the way that AJ Styles does? Um, not really. Basically, what had happened, um, Nikki and Carmella naturally started the match. That was the majority of the match. And then uh, I saw it. I saw the picture. Doug, did you get to see the picture? Uh, let me see it. Oh, man. You can tell that it's him, though. Yeah. It just sucks that it, it's blurry. Yeah. You can tell. <laughs> Slap that. You hell know. Out you of know that that's guy. fucking Undertaker. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's, what all, that's all that matters. Um, but yeah, Carmella and Nikki started the matchup. Then Nikki makes the tag. And Ellsworth is like, I'm not getting in there. Hell no. Like, what are you thinking? Like Cena was pumped. He was he was happy. He was ready to go. Um, but then Carmella like pushed him into the into the ring and they brawled for I mean, See, I wanted to like Cena like gorilla pressing him into like the attitude <laughs> adjustment or like No, they didn't do ridiculous. that. Um Miz and Maurice did come down. Uh they were on commentary during the match. Uh it like, ends can't put the STF in because the chin isn't there or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, he actually did win via submission. STF? Uh, the STF, yeah. Uh so he had it and then Nikki had her STF on on Carmella, so they That's were cute. They were tapping. Yeah. <laughs> His and hers tapping. She's got a nice STF there. Yeah. Uh so they were tapping together and uh after the matchup, uh Miz and Maurice attacked Cena and, and uh Nikki. And then they cut a promo uh, to further the the storyline. Reese haven't really been in the ring since he came back, right? Yeah, and and the the beatdown that she had with Nikki it wasn't a whole lot. Like they pulled him from the apron, like they were uh, Miz and Maurice were standing on the outside of the ring, and they grabbed the ankles, and Cena and and Nikki both fell, and they pulled him out. Uh, like Miz threw Cena into the stairs. Maurice kind of seemed a bit confused. Like she didn't know what, like, I guess she had forgot what she was supposed to do. And so she like, she shoves her and Nikki like oversells it, like having to take five or six steps back into the, into the ring post and then falls down and collapses. So it was like the, the push wasn't strong enough for her momentum to carry her. So she instinctively, you know, jogged backwards and bounced into the post but I mean, it was it was fine for what it was. I'm not trying to like shit all over it, but um, it was just awkward to see. Uh, then they got in the the ring, cut their little promo. Um, let's see, uh, Ambrose and Baron Corbin had their little confrontation. Ambrose is standing in the ring. Uh, Corbin's on the Titan Tron. It sets up for for a confrontation that happens a little bit later on. Uh, Mojo Raleigh announced that he will be the first entrant on SmackDown in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal Memorial. Whoa, Royal is it thing. SmackDown exclusive? Only the SmackDown guys are in it? No, he just said, I'm the first guy from SmackDown. I'm the first, yeah, I'm the first SmackDown talent to announce <sighs> I will be in there. Is that what you do with Braun? I mean, I don't see what else you do. I feel He's like he's got to win. I feel like they have to, and because they don't, I mean, who else are they going to have him feud up against with? Yeah, everything else is too like sectioned off already. Yeah, and that that could do that could easily be a, a four week. I'm going to be in the Andre the Giant uh, Royal. Put me in the ring with five other guys, and I'll toss them all out and whatever. Um, so Mo- Mojo 
declared he he'll be the first. He should single-handedly beat everyone in the match. That sure. Yeah, that would be that would be funny. Uh, Ziggler came in and commented, "Is like, you know, don't don't be reaching for that brass ring because you know you haven't even had your WrestleMania moment." And Mojo fired back. He was like, "Well, what's your WrestleMania moment?" Because he's like, "Choo choo, Playboy." Yeah. So fucking sick about Ziggler's stupid promos. <laughs> All his promos are about like he's a guy who's like, "I'm frustrated now." No, it's not even that. All, really not even that. His promos are about like. Stealing the show and having moments instead of fucking because he's matches, that damn good. He he does a promo about like how he's gonna win matches or like beat people. He's like, I have the best performance. I, I what, what is your moment at WrestleMania? Like, motherfucker, act like you want to win some shit. That's why you always fucking lose. It's because every night he goes out there and proves why he is the best damn wrestler on the planet when he steals the show. Ah! Tired of hearing about stealing the show. Tired of hearing about how he like steals the show and has good performances. Like, fu- if you're gonna fucking promo promo about winning matches or shut the fuck up. <laughs> still every show I go to, every one of them. I was at a concert. Cops are trying to find me still. I was at a concert. I went up My on God. stage. I super kicked them all. What kind of kick, man? <laughs> super kick, man. <laughs> Your face. Uh, then we got to see Dean Ambrose being attacked by Baron Corbin backstage. <laughs> we should bury that. Deep down somewhere, I never let that see. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. We need to that. finish that. I what are you talking about? about? That. It's our unfinished never track. Never finished. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything. Um, I try to get Todd to freestyle over this track. Yeah. <laughs> couldn't think of anything. I just blanked. So uh, <laughs> Ambrose was attacked. It's fucking hard. People who can freestyle—that's a fucking art, man. It's it fucking is. hard. It is. Um, Corbin lowered a forklift on. Uh, on Dean Ambrose, pinning him and air quote bruising and possibly cracking what a rib. What I want to know is, does he have his forklift license? I don't believe so, but maybe because he, he was be able to it. operate it. Shouldn't be on it. He wasn't on it. He was next to it, oh, and he well. pulled the lever, lever, lever. However you want to say it, that's part, how it goes. So. Uh, Alexa Bliss talked, and I, I didn't really, I didn't hear what she said. She um, got kicked in the head. Well, that came later. Uh, but basically, Mickey James was like, "Oh, I won a match, and so I should be next in line for the title." And Alexa's like, ha, "No, in fact, none of these women deserve it." Uh, and then Dana Bryan came out and said, "You know what? They all make compelling arguments. So at WrestleMania, you're going to defend your SmackDown Women's Championship against every available female on the SmackDown roster." And they were very particular as how they worded it because obviously Nikki Bella's out because she's her match. Um, Maurice is going to be out. So they said every available female on the SmackDown roster. So are we going to see someone dressed up as La Luchadora? Or are we going to see some of the people? I don't know. Isn't Tamina supposed to be coming up pretty soon? That's another one. Could they, could they be bringing Tamina back? Because at the moment, uh, Alexa Bliss is going to have to defend her championship against the entire roster all three females, Becky Lynch, Natalia, and Mickey James. So and Naomi, because she should be back, right? If Naomi can return in time. Yeah, I think she's still questionable at the moment. Just let you know, she's no longer my boo. I, I, I retired what? her. Yeah. It's Nia Jax now. I don't know oh, why. Okay. Ah. I, I, I love that big woman. There you go. <laughs> she's fucking awesome. And? I met her. Really? I, I didn't know it was her. Uh, it was at WrestleMania. That's when I first uh, met Mike. And uh, Ben, while I met him, oh, okay. uh, went drinking that night. 
Um, she came in for like a little bit. It was weird. Like she came in, like checked everything out. And I guess it's like a lot of like wrestling people there, so she kind of kind of bounced out. But it was, mm-hmm. people she was with, one dude literally looked like the Rock, kind of like you could tell it was her cousin. Yeah, it was like had like that Rock Roman Reigns look, you know, what I'm saying that strong Samoan family mm-hmm. look. And I, it was literally like it was her because she looked around like she looked at our table where she seen like other fans who had like wrestling shirts on. She's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I ain't get a chance to like take a picture of her, but it was kind of cool because that picture we all lane. took together. It's like right after that picture we took together, like we looked, oh that's cool. And then we kind of like like oh, is that Roman? Is that, uh, not Roman? Is that uh, Nia Jackson? Like. It was just still NXT then, you know. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that was her, you know. So that was kind of cool. That's pretty neat. Yeah. Did they, you get to talk to her or she bounced before? Well, I think right when we were about to, she kind of bounced because she kind of, I guess where you was, so where we had kind of the, the distance almost away because like another table right there and the bar is kind of with that table right there. So she was kind of like looking around and kind of looking like, yeah, this is kind of like the. I see too many wrestling shirts. Yeah. yeah. Similar to uh, to our experience at uh, in, in San Antonio. Yeah. So uh, they were kind of scoping out the scene, and they're like, oh, I don't see too many shirts, so this will do. So I guess they're getting wide. And that happened uh, whenever we went to go see the NXT show in, in Houston. Uh, when Big Cass walked in, he kind of scoped it out, and then everyone kind of like flooded him. I was like, well, hey, I might here, as well do here. it too. Might as well get the opportunity I while I have it. want to take a picture with you. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I was one of those assholes. <clears throat> I'll admit it. I got a cool picture of from it too. And you can't teach that. So Alexa Bliss. <laughs> yeah, I had to. Um, so they set up a tag match. Alexa Bliss teaming up with Mickey James to go up against Natalia and Becky Lynch. Uh, during the match, Natalia is like, I've had enough of Becky Lynch. So she attacks Becky Lynch, leaving her by herself. Uh, Alexa and Mickey pick up the win. And then after the match, Mickey James delivers the Mick kick to Alexa, to Alexa and uh, grabs the championship, basically saying, hey, this, this might be mine. Come WrestleMania. Um, then we got to the third and final matchup of SmackDown. Randy Orton versus AJ Styles. Winner faces Wyatt at WrestleMania. And this was a really good matchup. Um, crowd was on fire for it. This was their first one-on-one? Uh... They were hyping it as their, their first one-on-one matchup. And uh, I, don't, I don't believe I've seen them have a one-on-one matchup before. So it was really cool to see. Uh, they had... Uh, really good chemistry. I loved, loved the spot uh, with AJ Styles uh, avoiding the RKO. It was right towards the end. He was hop- he, uh, For those of you who didn't get to see it, he hopped up onto the, the top rope as if he was going to attempt the, uh, the phenomenal forearm. Randy Orton was staggered a bit, and as soon as AJ went on the top rope, he went into the RKO, but it was too late for him to correct himself, and he landed on his back. So it was one of those things where AJ had it scouted and uh, he knew exactly what to do. Uh, but then he went for a 450 splash, I think, and Orton got out of the way and that uh, led to the end of the match with uh, Orton getting the win. So um, so it looks like it will be Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania for the SmackDown uh, or for the WWE Championship. Uh, then there was a video clip that, uh, that came out on Facebook or WWE.com, whatever social media platform that you use for, for your WWE videos. Uh, AJ Styles was backstage in the uh, gorilla area and was going off yelling at Shane McMahon. So this is what you call opportunity. What kind of you know crap is this? Um, Shane and AJ had to be restrained from one another. Road Dog was there. Michael Cole was there. Um, couple others so it was really uh 
it was a cool thing to see because it's one of those things that you don't see too often, and it makes it feel a Why little more real. Backstage, he just like just randomly. He, uh, I know you got trying to do like some other stuff, but like be behind SmackDown. Yeah, he. He produces all the announcers. Yes. Oh, okay. Right on. That. Does so, he even produce like the NXT guys? I believe so. So it's him in the air now, not Vince. <laughs> mm, maybe, maybe at times. Um, yeah. I think Vince is whatever the fuck he wants to do. <laughs> yeah. Get out of my chair, damn it. Um, so that pretty much does it for, for SmackDown. Time to go into the hot topics. Uh, Big Show saying, uh, I am done being a full-time talent come February of 2018. That's whenever his contract expires. Not really looking to renew. He said, I'll be an ambassador, do whatever, but my time of being a full-time talent is going to be over. Um, so there you go. I was about to say, maybe like him and Henry. Well, Henry's not, what was he? Full-time? Uh, I don't believe so. I think that Mark well, Henry is more. I believe of a they part-time. have full-time contracts. They're just not used. Like you know. Yeah, I wouldn't see. I wouldn't mind seeing those two guys have like a you know a farewell match together or something. I mean, obviously, you know, in our interview with Mark Henry uh, a year or two ago, he would have liked to have faced Daniel Bryan as his retirement match, but you know, maybe they'll go. Yo, with Big that show. whenever. That era of SmackDown where it was the Hall of Pain era, Mark Henry into Daniel Bryan t- like mm-hmm. taking the title off him. That was good shit. That title, ma- that cage match they had is real fucking good. They had some yeah. good shit together. Yeah, wasn't it? Wasn't it Big Show, Mark Henry, and Daniel Bryan? Yeah, That's Bryan sort of like weaseled his way in with the Money in the Bank. Yeah, shit. yeah. It's like the little kid in grown <laughs> grown folks business. Yeah. Um. So, other bit of hot topic news. Uh, God damn! All right, I just uh, we're a couple of years out from this, but I just wanted to like say the Hall of Pain Mark Henry run is fucking top shelf shit. Yeah, that was such a good run. It really was. Dude was on fire. He was fucking having kick ass matches and fucking the best promo in wrestling period at when that he, time. When, it, when he the whole retirement was seen, I wish they would have put a title on him. Like, mm-hmm. God, that would have been perfect, man. Yeah. And Doug learned a valuable lesson to keep his hands to himself. <laughs> it's, a scary, it's a scary man. He's a big dude. It's a big dude. Uh, but in regards to the WWE Hall of Fame, at long last, Ravishing Rick Rude will be the next inductee. So uh, all of you slimy degenerates can uh, close your mouths while he takes his robe off. Yeah. So there you go. Um, I was going to say that I went to Doomsday. Yeah. This past weekend. Uh, brought a, f- a friend. He enjoyed it. Um, he said he was going to listen so he can uh, listen to first plug. Well, yeah, because, uh, you know, he doesn't know what's going on in the world of wrestling. You but better give you know. him a timestamp. for like an hour 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell him, hey, look at, you know, you need Just to skip to the end. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, he enjoyed it. Uh, it was good to see Tex. Uh, they were at a brewer- brewery. <laughs> I can't even talk. That's my word that I can't say. I can't say rural. <laughs> brewery. 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 I can't say it's rural. microbrewery. Yeah. Rural? Uh, rural? <laughs> pretty packed. Uh, Lone Star uh, sandwich guys were there. Um, sandwiches. Sandwiches. Uh, good time. Um, good storyline. Yeah. Yeah. Charlene turning 16. Yeah, she got drunk. Oh my goodness! Underage yeah. drinking. Yeah, man. 
Uh, what kind of father is Tex Lundstar? Man, they were going to have it at Chuck E. Cheese, but they couldn't do it, so the second <laughs> best place was at Sigma okay. Brewing Company. Company. <laughs> Naturally. Yeah, so... Uh, Sweet 16. Yeah, Sweet 16, finally. It seems like, she said, it seems like uh, years. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but um, Sweet 16, they had cake. Oh, you know, also what was funny, too, is they brought a, a big-ass cake at the end, and they had pieces for everyone. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so... That was nice of them. It's but, always uh, better with cake. Yeah. And uh, Trevor's uh, first time, he <sighs> totally enjoyed it, and he was getting into it, shouting at the people and stuff. So Cool. Did they pass yeah, yeah. out the cheesy poofs at the brewery? No, they did not. So they're probably, I don't want to clean that shit up. <laughs> yeah. 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 More people will come. Punch and pie. All right. Well, before we get to the Q&A, I did, uh, I did type something out. Um because at, at the day of this recording, it is International Women's Day. WWE.com released a list of all of the uh, women's champions that they've had over the list uh, over the past few years. And so uh, I typed them out, and um, you know, we can make it a little trivia style. Not nothing too hard. I'm not going to have you list every single. No, I'm not going to do. That. I'm not going to put you all on the spot. Uh, but uh, I wanted to to get your guys see see how much knowledge. Uh, that y'all had. One of the things I found interesting about the list that they that they compiled is they didn't put all of the titles together. So, like for example, um, Bailey, they have her as a, a one-time NXT champion and a one-time women's champion. So she's like she was on the slideshow thing twice, mm-hmm. which I, I just don't understand why they wouldn't just put you know NXT and women's champion because mm-hmm. that would have made my job so much easier as far as putting this list together. Um, so we'll start things off and I just want to see, I'll see if you guys know it. And if not, then, then I'll inform you. Um, there, fun little fact, there is not a, uh, a six time champion as far as the, uh, the list is concerned. And, uh, for those of you who might dispute it, like I said, they put, you know, Bailey as an NXT champion and a women's champion. So technically that's two reigns, but you know, whatever. Um so there is not there is not a six time women's champion. Uh do you guys know who the seven time champion is? And it's the most it's the most reigns in according to WWE. At least uh, in their world. May Young? No. Surprisingly, May Young was not on the list. They didn't put her at all? Mm-mm. Was she not a champ? I don't believe so. At least in WWE oh, I mean, world. A, oh, my actual guess was Moolah. But I, I Moolah is on the list, but she she was not a seven-time champion. Uh, Moolah was actually a uh, four-time champion. Four-time. No, she was actually a one-time champion. Wow, even though that's, damn, I like Sensational that. Sherry was only a I one-time champion. I said May Young, but I meant to say Moolah, but it's just still the wrong answer. Trish. Ty- Tyler got it right. Trish Stratus uh, held, held the title seven times, eight, 828 days How combined. How many runs did Moolah have? Four? Mula, yeah, was four, and she holds the record, obviously, for the longest reign, uh, lo- longest combined reign, which is like ten thousand seven hundred seventy-eight days. I was gonna say, eight days, but <laughs> so good, good luck uh, breaking that one. Uh, other uh, female competitors who have held it on the list of WWE.com, write it down, man. Um, four-time champions Lita and Charlotte. Now, Charlotte was also considered a Divas champion and an NXT champion, so if you consider her a six-time champion, you know, there you go. Then we would have one. Um, well, I get the idea of 
not including the NXT. That's sort of like a different thing. Yeah. Um, do you guys happen to know, speaking of NXT, do you all know who the first winner of the NXT women's title was? Oh, who was it? I know that I know it. I just, I'm not thinking of it. I know when you say it, I'll be like, oh, of course. Okay. Ryan, you seem. Is it Charlotte? It was not Charlotte. Okay. Uh, it was actually Paige. Okay. Paige oh, was the first one. She, uh, yeah. she defeated, yeah, she defeated uh, Emma in their tournament. She was the first recipient of the NXT right. title. I knew that, and I knew that as soon as you'd say it, I'd be like, of course. Yeah. But. Um, she did not have the longest reign. She did not have the shortest reign. So, do either of you, do any of you guys know who currently has the longest NXT Women's Championship title reign combined? Which you know doesn't really matter. Uh, who has the longest reign in NXT? Either Charlotte or Oscar. I'm gonna go with Oscar. It is Oscar. Yeah. Uh, she currently has the longest reign. I didn't write down the the total number of days. It's been almost a year now. You tried to trick yeah. me by saying combined. I was like, Oscar's only had well, one reign, but yeah, because just because there was only one person who had Oscar yeah. two reigns. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you guys happen to know who has the shortest NXT Women's Championship reign? Uh, Sasha. <laughs> that is correct. Sasha Banks has the uh, shortest nice. NXT title reign. Um, let's see what else did I have down here? Um, Mickey James. Considered a five-time champion. She also, I think she won the Divas Championship once. Yes, she did. Uh, she held the Women's Championship a combined 367 days. Do any of y'all happen to know her shortest reign? Like how many days it was? Yeah. A month. Two days. Two days? Right? About a month. Uh, it's actually more of a trick question. It was actually less than an hour. She uh, she won the title on Raw, and uh, Jonathan Coachman, who was the acting superior figure, uh, put her in a match because uh, she won it in a triple threat triple threat match. Uh, Jonathan Coachman came out and said, "Hey, you didn't pin the champion, but you did win the uh, didn't win the title. Uh, you didn't pin Molina. I think that's who uh, ended up winning it back later on that night in Raw. Uh, let's see what else we have here." Um, the Divas title, longest combined reign. Uh, now, what do you mean by combined? Through through the number of, of reigns that they held the title. Oh, all the reigns together was the longest Correct. Reign? Yeah. Do you guys have to know? No, I'm not looking for the actual number because I didn't write that down. Well, but it's got to be Mila because she has like the longest. Well, that, that's considered the women's championship. Oh, oh so they broke it. Yeah. Oh, Divas, We're talking Divas, butterfly, Divas. Uh, butterfly title. <laughs> no, but she was the first recipient of the D- uh, Divas title. Uh, Kelly Kelly? Nope, not Kelly Kelly. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> he loves Kelly Kelly. Oh, so much. I'll give you a hint. It was a three-time champion. Three-time Divas champion. If, I don't know. If, I don't know. Okay. Just get to the question where you ask me and the answer is like, cool. I don't know. <laughs> I'm wilding at first. <laughs> Who split the women's championship Lay in cool, half? There you go. The longest Divas combined reign was uh, AJ Lee. 
Now, the longest single reign was Nikki Bella. Okay. Um, let's see. Can can oh, you? That's name- right. That just fucking happened. <laughs> there are, believe it or not, four um, teams. When WWE had their women's tag team, can y'all name anyone? Yeah, it's been it's jumping I mean, this bomb is angels way back in the day. Jumping bomb angels. That's correct. They are one-time uh, women's tag champions. Uh, the last people to have the the tag team uh, uh, women's championship is ODB and Eric Young. <laughs> that would be Impact. Um, we were talking uh, WWE in this one. The uh, My bad. The Glamour Girls held the Women's Tag Championship two times. The Jumping Bomb Angels held it one time. The team, excuse me, the the team of Velvet McIntyre and Desiree Peterson held it one time, or Desiree, I'm not sure. Uh, And then Princess Victoria and Velvet McIntyre held it one time. So let's see. Um, Let's see. We talked. Trish Stratus holds the most. Holds the most reigns uh, with seven. Mickey James at five. Four is Lita, Fabulous Moolah, and Charlotte. Uh, what about Kelly Kelly? No. Uh, three time, at least on the list, um, and this isn't combined, whether it's divas or, or women's. Uh, three times, AJ Lee, Melina, Alundra Blaze, Beth Phoenix, Ivory, Eve, and uh, Sasha Banks. So, uh, so yeah, this is just a little... Little fun, little trivia stuff in uh, in honor of uh, International Women's Day. Cool, that's pretty cool. There yeah. you go. So, for hey. those of you who did not know, now you know. You just got learned. Um, I know we got out of it the hot topics, but there's something I just want to bring okay. up. Whatever. Uh, what do you think about stuff with Impact with uh, Alberto Del Rio, El Patron, is the new champion, hmm. and all that stuff? Seems fucking bad shit to me. The fact that they can't or can't seem to pay like he seems like an over for a company that is having so much trouble paying people to be there he seems like someone that you shouldn't like sink a bunch of your money into yeah seems like an odd choice well they're trying to get uh and also they were trying to get with spike again or something like that that was a rumor that was was, like debunked by a spike official yeah by saying that the guy who's back there was lives in the area and his friends and is just like visiting friends back it didn't was they, not like, their own business. Did they already strip him for the title or like did some type of swerve where like he didn't win it or whatever because of the controversy of how he won it? <laughs> I'm not for sure. I thought I read something Failed drug that. test. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and not the reasons Jinder Mahal would fail a drug test. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, I don't know. Also, I even heard rumors that Paige was backstage. Uh, I can see that. While but, that was going on. Yeah, like, they, I was like, hey, man, you don't want to fuck that up. There's a movie. Yeah. You, you don't want to fuck that You're making up. a movie about your life. Oh, no, this is when she jumps ship the TNA. Rock's going to put that in there. Yeah. And he's going to call CM Punk. Nah, those two little troublemakers deserve each other. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Man, that's, uh... It's crazy. That's weird. I don't know where Impact's going to go from here. I don't know. I don't, I don't... I don't know, man. I know that, you know, like we said, the Hardys are gone. Mm-hmm. They have the ROH tag team belt. Yeah. 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 That's weird. And uh, for those of you who are fans of uh, Lucha Underground but haven't gotten a chance to watch the show, uh, we're now less than a week away from it being on Netflix. So seasons one and two coming to Netflix next week. I'm spotted. I'm going to see like a couple of episodes. Yeah. And, I, and that was like when I think Ezekiel, I forgot what his name is, and 
in it now. But <laughs> Big Rick. Yeah. Like but he's I, not there anymore. Okay. But. I just seen that episode when he was in it, and I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. And then that was like the last time I seen it. So now it's coming to Netflix. I'm very excited about that. Yeah. Well, are they still, when they do their season, they still fi- film in Austin? Or no, we're, no, it wasn't Austin. Why did I say Austin? Why did I say Austin? Because there Definitely. was talk of them maybe doing oh, it there for why. a while, but I don't yeah. think it happened. Probably lower production yeah, costs like or cheaper, something. Yeah, cheaper to film there than where they were. That'd be cool if they did. Yeah. I wouldn't mind heading up there for a weekend. So, uh, anything else in the world of Hot Topics? Anything WWE 2K17 related? Or Oh, I just know that they released the rest of the DLC for PC. That's, that's about it. We're done with... Uh, Updates and all that. Yeah. Time to focus on 2018. 18 and hopefully... It'll be coming out for the Switch. Speaking uh, of the Switch. Yeah, Doug got the Switch. Mr. Doug. Yeah. Have you gotten a chance to uh, to play around with your Switch? Uh, You know, I've been real busy, so not as much as I'd like. I've got maybe two or three hours in Breath of the Wild, which uh, is really fucking cool from what I played of it. Um, the Switch itself is pretty fucking cool from what I've messed, messed around with. Um. I know there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of stuff out there, and I have not experienced any of the reported problems. I don't have a dead pixel yeah, the blue screen. I, don't, I haven't got any, I haven't got any like like screens of death. I do not have any dead pixels. I do not have. Uh, there was some report that some people's uh, left Joy-Con was um, like desyncing or whatever. I haven't had hmm. that at all. Uh, there were some ports that the screen was getting scratched because there isn't a lot of padding like in between the dock and the screen, and uh, I haven't like experienced that at all. Of course, I'm really like OCD about shit, and I have like a, I got the screen protector that they mm. sell, and that was like the first fucking before I did anything, I put the screen protector on. Nice. So I would, I haven't noticed it. I, I would say it's worth like the t- like eight bucks or whatever to get the fucking screen protector. Yeah, I'm gonna be waiting, I guess. And- let them work the kinks out. Yeah, and that, same for me. Like maybe I'll put some of my tax free refund or something towards towards getting a switch or something. I don't know, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I haven't, you know, I haven't like had a lot of free time, but like the few hours that I've spent with it, I, I really like it. Whenever you I'm played it, it, did you play it as the console and TV or portable? I tried it both. Uh, Primarily, I want to I want to play Zelda on the big screen just because I feel like it's a big screen game. Although, I've heard that it looks better, like resolution wise, on the smaller screen. And mm-hmm. a lot of people have said they've only I've heard people say that they've only played it like handheld, like on the Switch itself, and it was like a great play that way. Hmm. It's just me whenever I think like I've never been a big like mobile gamer, like a handheld gamer, just because it doesn't really fit into my lifestyle. Like I don't. I don't ride like public transportation to work where I need to kill time. I drive myself and, uh, you know, I'm not, I live, I'm single and I live alone. So I don't have to like split the fucking TV with people. So like it's primarily You're like I, airplanes a lot. Yeah, you don't I go wonder, down basketball court to play. Right. So I'm just, <laughs> it's all about me. Yeah. So I put it, I put the, people in that commercial. Yeah. Uh, I wonder, I don't, if, I don't get invited to many rooftop parties. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if you, with the breath of the wild, you can play, like, okay, you can play on TV, you can play handheld, but can you play, like, you take the Joy-Cons off and put the little screen Tabletop, right there play, like I believe the, That's what that's called? Tabletop? Tabletop first? mode. Okay. I believe you can. I don't know why you would, because that seems like the least... 
I heard uh, the kickstand is a little flimsy. I have not even put it in tabletop mode. So, uh, I have heard that you could. I heard it pops off. Like you can pop it back on, but it, like supposedly, if you do it too often, it could like weaken mm. it or whatever. But it's real. Like I popped it open just to see because it's where the SD card goes. Oh, yeah. it. And uh, it's real. I don't know. I feel weird even putting it on the kickstand. That's how sort of light it is. Cool. But uh, I don't know. I think it's cool. I've I've enjoyed my time with it. I wish I had more time with it, and hopefully this coming up weekend I will. But um, are you gonna get one, Ryan? Uh, I like to get one. I haven't had like a Nintendo console since the '64. You know, I mean, a lot of people wasn't big on the GameCube. But I did play it because I like, bought one for my nephew, and it was fun playing. And I had a Wii at one time until I gave that away. And that was that kind of was like a. I don't know. I gave it to an ex-girlfriend. I shouldn't do that, but you know, that's another story. But uh, I like to get one. I, I'm a big fan of Nintendo, man. Uh, always happy. I mean, I'm, I'm fucking about to be 36 years old. About to be 37 years old. That's like my first. Hey, don't worry about man. your age. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> You're a gamer. Yeah, hey, man, we're gonna be gamers till we die, man. Right, It'll be 80s. <laughs> I remember Mario? <laughs> Where's my Nintendo 64? Yeah. We're going to celebrate my age. 64. In my 6'4". Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, good stuff. So, let us know if you're picking up the uh, Nintendo Switch as well. With that being said, it's time to go to the Q&A portion of the show. Your questions are answers. Only question coming to us from Ace McSpade saying, Hi, everybody. Thanks for another great podcast. Are you guys excited for WrestleMania? I'm taking a day off so I can watch it. Fuck my boss. He's a dickhead anyway. <laughs> 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 Great uh, I might not be as excited as you, but <laughs> I mean, I'm yeah, not. I am. Um, <laughs> I'm not right this second per se, but I always get there whenever yeah. it gets close. So once it comes time for the party and the pick your winners and all that, it's it's always fun to do. So uh, yeah, it's always fun to lose money. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> so yeah, once once we get there, I'll be excited. At the moment, the cards like, eh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how the rest of the card shapes out. They are Orlando, right? Orlando, yeah. yes. Green light. Yeah. So uh, that'll pretty much do it for us this week. So uh, Ryan, again, thank you so much for for good stopping to see you, by. Man. Yeah. You, man. We gotta get on, man. Like I hear you every week, so you know that's, that's always a good thing. Now, like you know, just you know, that's one of the main things I can look forward to. Like I get nostalgia from home. I can always listen to you guys. You know, oh. it's always a uh, good to hear. Yeah. Once again, I'm 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 alone in the wrestling world. Out in all scenes, I'm sure there's wrestling fans, but you just yeah. don't go up to people. Hey, you like wrestling? <laughs> oh, that was the thing I was going to ask you. Uh, I know they have some good promotions up there. I forgot what's the promotion. They always bring in like yeah. uh, Chikara guys in or whatever. Inspire right? Pro. Yeah. I, I heard about that, but I don't know. I just haven't really done research. I need to. Cause I've only been out there like for six months now. I've just been kind of working a lot. But hey, I you, definitely want to do it though. That wrestle. I don't know if you know about that wrestle circus shit, but they're bringing in all kinds of fucking. People. Yeah, they don't run out. exclusively in Austin, but they have like a loop where they do like. They'll do like four or five do, shows. They do like yeah. maybe like three shows a month. They might do like a like a Dallas, San Antonio, or like Austin or something like that. But I know they do run Austin, but. They do like dream match cards. They bring in all kinds of fucking. I would look for Russell Russell Circus and uh, Inspire Pro seems cool. Yeah. I don't know if it's by uh, if it's Southwest uh, South by Southwest or ACL whatever they have, but they have something like a, a wrestling venue like out there. Uh-huh. Wanna, you know, I don't know what it is. I just heard they have it something out there once a year, or maybe last year they did. I don't know. Nice. And I know Anarchy Championship Wrestling used to be a big deal. I haven't kept up, and it seemed like they may have fell off. I don't know if they're still like out there going or what, but. Yeah. Um, that's another. Uh, they got a handful of promotions out there that are like pretty, pretty solid. Yeah. 
Well, cool. But yeah, anytime you're in town, you're more than welcome to come on the show. Yeah. And uh, we'll be more than happy to have you. So uh, to be back on always. Yeah, definitely. So uh, if you have any questions for us, make sure to drop us a line on our YouTube channel, WNS Video, also our Facebook page, WNS Podcast. Check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com, WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. Subscribe to our show on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. Also, check us out on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, and Satchel. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. Follow the podcast on Twitter at WNS Podcast. Daniel's at WNS underscore Daniel. Tyler's a Tyler underscore a bear and Boop. Brian. How is freaking you, buddy? It's King Scorpio. Eleven. Eleven. There you or go. You can try to get me on Facebook, but I, there's so many Ryan Adams out there. It's just, it's <laughs> <kind of laughs> be uh, quite the extensive search. Yeah. So, uh, so there you go for the podcast crew. I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler a bear. I'm Doug and Ryan, and we will catch you all next week.